Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. If this was reversed and the Dolphins had came up here on Tuesday, it would barely make the headlines. Oh, I don't no know. Cares. I think Patriots fans would kill him. Absolute major. Chess checkers, they're in their head <laughs> right. already. I know our fans and we I, would I be all- Did you see he's wearing sleeves, no, Fred? So I did a little research, Fred. I know this was the, oh. of utmost importance. I did not play that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. I, I, I talked to my boys and we, we came up with- It's um, all about Paul. You know, they have a lot of- uh, and They'll, they'll fade <laughs> yeah, down the stretch. They have a lot of- uh, <laughs> So we got Trey Lance with, uh, with Jimmy G. Breathing down his throat is that is that correct? <laughs> breathing down his throat. <laughs> breathing down his throat. Sorry. I'm born December twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two. I should have. Yeah. I don't need this. I don't need to find out my coworkers were born <laughs> after I graduated college. I really don't need that. Nineteen ninety two. I was on my fourth arrest. Say the Patriots uniforms are better than. The I didn't Niners. say the uniforms. Well, their colors are better than the Niners. Yeah, yeah. Timeless. I think colors are better. I, you know, I'm. I happen to like America, red, white, and blue. So. Oh, Fred does the. Uh, no, oh, the round table? The round table? Oh, oh thanks, for, thanks for reading. Sorry, Fred. It's all right. I've been Sorry. doing it through the preseason. I guess no one cares. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. And oh, oh after week one, the sky is falling. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not too upset about this game. And I'll tell you why. It's Deuce. It's Alex. It's Paul. It's Matt. It's me. I'll tell you why. I went into the season, made it known clearly on this show that I was worried about the defense and felt the offense had the pieces to be a good offense. After this game, I think the defense played pretty well. You know, a couple hiccups and, you know, that was the difference. But really, they gave up 13 points, you know, and one of them was just an absolute blown assignment. Um, and one of the touchdowns. And on offense, they didn't look good. But I still think they've got the pieces to be better, to be better. So I'm optimistic that, wow, the defense was better than I thought it was going to be. And I still believe the pieces are there on offense if they can, you know, just get things together. So let's go beat Pittsburgh. Let's just go beat Pittsburgh. (laughs) Let's go get beat Pittsburgh and not think about it, right? Let's, let's bury this one. It's been a tough, it's been a tough couple of days uh, trying to process all this, uh, trying to find some silver linings, I guess, as well. Yep. But it's hard. It's hard. It's, I mean, it's uh, it, based on the performances that we've seen. I think it's that seen, hard. I think Fred just did. <laughs> well, for me, it's hard. Um, I just right. I mean, I mean, you watched the game. I think the performances going I back to I watched the last game, year, Paul. <laughs> it just looked a lot similar to last year, you know, overall. and. <laughs> It's I like know. an alternate reality no, going on with. I know, God bless. Uh, God bless him. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's it's a, you know, there's a first week and and some of the sloppiness I think could definitely be we cleaned up and it could be better. But I just I have a low confidence level that they can you In know what? even if they get that they can beat good teams. Yeah. That th- that this is a football team that can beat good teams this year. That I mean that's really I I'm, think boils it down to me. I would even take it to um, beat similar teams to them. Which like, I, I don't think know. Miami, I don't know how good Miami is. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't think Miami was overly impressive, and you know, they didn't have a chance. Like you lose by two touchdowns. It's strange going into only week two, and it already, at least to me, kind of feels like a must-win situation. Yep. I agree with you. It does. It's pretty. I mean, it's. I know in reality, it's not a must-win. The season will not end if they're zero and two, but it kind of feels like they need something really good to happen really fast. Well, I, from from a 
confidence standpoint. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Not even just from like, oh, is there still a path to the playoffs? It's just you haven't really strung any good football together in a long time other than that Jacksonville game, you know, really since Christmas of last year. And, you know, even then it's, it's, it still seems very similar to, to the team last year. Some of the struggles that they had, I mean, they're getting killed on social media by everybody. Um, you know, and it's, and it's hard to sit here and, and listen to everything we heard throughout the summer about we talked about it and really have still have some pushback to anything because it hasn't worked and nothing has worked really yet. You know, and, and I mean, I don't want to like say, oh, oh, this is it, that the Patriots are over, but they need to start finding a way to, to perform and play some good football because right now it's just, I mean, it's just there's all the excitement's kind of been sucked out a little bit for me in terms of some of the players, you know, like Christian Barmore. We were so excited. That was a piece. Like, you know, excited. Anthony Jennings, that was a piece. I was excited. Um, you know, doesn't play. So I think they've got to start to find some success and start to have some moments that they can really start to rally around each other and, and, and start to, you know, get a little chip on their shoulder of, of everybody's killing you guys. You, you, you know, they're saying you can't do anything, that you're, you know, one of the worst five teams in the league. Like, you know, at some point they've got to right the ship and, and get back on track and, well, and put together okay. a good football but, game. So let's but let's break it down. I think you and Evan, Mike, did a pretty good job, um, you know, uh, the last couple days, you know, breaking it down and pointing out where they fell short, yeah. a lot of places, but also, you know, where there was a silver lining. And I, I think, you know, like I said, I start with the defense. Like I saw some speed out there. I saw some guys running around, like Kyle it. Duggar and Phillips before he got hurt. Up front, I thought they did a decent job against the run. I think they I did agree a, with that. Yep. I, I think they did a good job containing Hill. You weren't going to stop him, but when he made the catch, there weren't a lot of yak, you know, and that was the point is, like, don't give up the big play. Don't, you know. Now, the Waddle thing at the end of the half was disgusting. That was just disgusting, you know. But if you don't give up that, it's, you're talking about a 13-7 game, so you know. Why, I mean, why stop there? You know, but uh, what know, else if we didn't give up? But I'm just saying that, like, that was a disgusting, you know, and it was uncharacteristic. But why was it uncharacteristic? This is what this is my opposition to right. this. Why is it uncharacteristic? I thought Mike just everything Mike just said is a thousand percent accurate. This is what they've been now, going back to the, the beginning of last December. So why is it uncharacteristic that three guys couldn't tackle a guy? Well, I think because for the most part in the game, I think they were they did tackle well. You know, there okay. were. Okay, I'm a little confused because I I've been told that the Patriots' offense moved the ball very effectively throughout the game. I'm not talking about the right? offense right now. No, no, no. But yeah. but that's what I've been told. Yeah. Somehow. The Patriots' defense played exceptionally well, even though Miami moved the ball far better than the Patriots did and scored more points. Well, you're comparing their offense to a team that didn't. No, no, no but one play of them was well. told to. Th- no, no, no. I'm told that it did play well. The offense? Yes, well, I told that you, it moved the ball. The, the coach told me well, forget we about, got into their territory six or seven times, even though they didn't. Well, forget about that. I'm not. That's not what I'm talking about but right that's now. What, but but I don't know how those two things can be this be true. One of them has to be wrong. What? Either the Patriots didn't move the ball effectively. I, I'm not talking about the offense right now. You brought that up. I right, didn't bring right, that I'm going to tell you, I don't think the Patriots defense played very well. Okay. They had a very good, I thought, a very good effort stopping the run. Yeah. I thought that was a, a marked improvement over last year. Yeah. I thought they completely shut down the run for the most part for 60 minutes. Tyreek Hill was open every time they threw the ball to him except for once, and on that play, he took the ball away from Jack Jones and made a big play. 
Yeah. So I don't know how you contains the guy that they targeted over and over and over again and got first down after first down after first down yeah. targeted. I, I think that you're not going to— Jalen Waddle wasn't featured prominently, but every time he was targeted, he succeeded. Well, listen, it's not like teams aren't going to complete passes the in line, the NFL. The line, but I mean, you, you have act- a terrible quarterback on the other side. That's what I'm told. A terrible quarterback who completes 70% of his passes for 270 yards. Yeah. And all of the speed that I've been told about— couldn't seem to find Chase Edmonds on some of these key third-down passes in the fourth quarter when desperation setting in. If we can just get the ball back, maybe we have a shot to make a comeback. No, we couldn't. We couldn't keep up with Chase Edmonds in the passing game. Listen, but again, I'm told the defense was great. I, I think defense. I think offenses. I don't care what team. They're gonna. They're gonna move the ball. They're gonna complete passes. This is the NFL. When you give up 13 points. I th- yeah, they also took a knee on the 11-yard line to close the game. Well, I think by that time the Patriots were totally gassed and had given up, you know. But and so did Miami. They yeah. took a knee. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying I think the defense was gassed by that point. But I think I think the defense played well. You can you can disagree. You can I think say- they played really well against the run. I'll, yeah. I'll accentuate yeah. the positive and say I thought Godcha, Barmore. Um, Guy and especially, I thought the best of that group was Dietrich Wise. And I thought they played well up front. I, I and I thought Duggar played well. I you know, listen, Duggar was I, involved in the biggest play of the game. Yeah, negatively. Okay, but you know, like so, that's it. That ruins this whole day. That's kind of how football is, Fred. Well, well, you know, I I look at the whole game. You know, yeah. I mean, I I I probably agree with you a little bit more, Fred. I, I'm not doom and gloom about the defense I think that there were some elements in the defense that you know I think that they can that they can build off of on the offensive side of the ball I'm not going to try to to tell you the same thing Um, but I think that there were moments and I think some of what the defense screwed up you know was an element of Tyreek Hill being you know one of the best receivers in the league and being able to get open because he's really fast and you know I do think that that it would have been a lot worse if he was running 80 yard touchdowns and and, you know those kind of huge plays that we've seen him where he's waving bye-bye to guys so I do think they contained him. I do think that there are some elements. And there are also, you know, the mistakes. Like, you can't sweep those under the rug. And, you know, it's the same stuff with Duggar, though, I think. With Duggar, he has a big hit, and then he blows a coverage. I mean, that, that's kind of been the par for course with him. Um, you know, it's, it sucks because you were excited about how physical he looked. He looked like he was anticipating well and, and making tackles in He's the backfield. He's an excellent tackler. You know, but it's, it's I, I, you know, and I think that the defense can come together and, and play you know, I think competent football. But, you know, is it, the question really for me is, is, is can they play well enough to make up for the shortcomings on the offensive side of the ball? And that's just where I, I don't see a well, lot no. of reason I, for I, optimism. The answer is the no. The answer is no. Um, well, can they play well enough when the other team's quarterback is capable of taking advantage more, more so than Tua? That's mm-hmm. what I worry. Yeah, well, that's – I mean, that'll be a big that's, test. That's not, you worry. won't get it this week, but – No, um, this will be another week where the other team's going to be in the teens at best. Yeah, and then you'll have, you know, Lamar coming up, but – I think they got they, they got issues. I mean, I don't anybody see the Trent Brown kind of you know interview yesterday. That just felt kind of meh to me as well. Did you see Are that? You surprised one? Yeah. that they made him available? Well, they had made a stink that he didn't talk after the right. game, and then they immediately made him available hey, again. That so odd to it, me. It, that yeah, I mean I that's agree. that's the connection that I saw there. But it's like he was coerced. Yeah. So. Well, it could be. I mean, you know, these guys actually are obligated to talk to the media. They get. You know, fined, or I think maybe even the team gets fined if players don't talk to the media um, at least once a week. Every guy. No, I don't think the team can get fined if a player doesn't, unless you don't make the players available. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's not the same thing. I know, but the like, players were available after the game. Trent Brown refused to speak. Okay. But I mean, I think there's been kind of a, a little bit of a 
I don't want to say a storm around him, but the storm has been around Kendrick Bourne and his usage and availability. But I think that well, we're going to talk about that with, with Trent yeah. Brown. You know, the thing about him signing here to play one side and, and playing the other. I mean, it's just like I don't know. He's just become a topic of discussion. I feel like since he missed well, that preseason these, game, and people are wondering if he wants to be here. I mean, it's Trent Brown, it's Kendrick Bourne, and there's probably other. I mean, this is where a, a coach can lose a team. You know, this is what happens when teams fall apart. It's all these little things add up, and now you've lost the locker room. Because Trent Brown has three or four friends. Kendrick Bourne has three or four friends. You know, and when you've got these disgruntled guys, and I'm not saying that they are, but this is what we're hearing, you know, um, unless the coach can figure out a way to, to keep that together, that's how you lose. That's how you lose a season. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it goes back to having some success. You know, it's like it's, it's, it, at some point as a coach of a team, when you're preaching something to the guys and, you know, we got to hang in there, keep fighting, trust me, we're, we trust the process, right. those kind of things. You know, at some point you need to have some success and feel like it's working. And, and I, you know, I think the preseason and now this first game were, were mostly devoid of any of those kind of, uh, you know, successful moments. The closest thing was maybe the Kendrick Bourne play, which – I mean, I think it's just such a, a weird piece of this is that he kind of has that positive energy that I feel like this team really needs right now. Somebody who's excited to go out there and play and to bring that kind of energy, and yet he's you know in the doghouse. Well, I also feel the style it, of play is what it, they It need. makes sense to all of us on the outside. Now, we don't know what's going on in the inside. Sure. I heard some people compare this to the Malcolm Butler situation. I think it's it's probably different. I don't know, but it's probably different in that Butler's thing like was kind of like two weeks up to the Super Bowl. It kind of all this has been going on since the beginning of the summer with Kendrick Bourne. You know, his since, whole since Carolina. Well, well, I, I mean, even I, before that, I feel like my radar like, went up on him in the spring. I don't know, Alex, when you were there. When you know, like as soon as he started, like, oh man, the new offense is dope. Like you know, I was oh, like, oh, but that's like those but are, we're retracing when he got benched. Right, and then we're going back to some of the other things that we think. But like he was out there every day of camp. Yeah, but but he didn't have a good camp. You know what but I mean? But that's it, on him. It was a silent camp. But yeah. that's on him. No, no, but that's not because he wasn't given I, any opportunities. In camp. No, but I'm saying that this has been building up. It seems like all summer with him. You know? I well, I mean that's I I mean we might be speaking to two different yeah. things. I, mean, I also I just, don't know why Mal- Malcolm Butler didn't play, so I don't know <laughs> if I can dismiss this being similar to that when I don't know why don't know. Malcolm Butler didn't play. Yeah, I mean I would just say my I mean what I was speaking to is just my radar going up on Kendrick Bourne. Evidently, Fred knows in the, in this you know last summer when it when it all kind of started and feeling like they don't like this. Like I mean I feel like we've had this conversation about him when it was like. Man, he is really out there in the spotlight constantly this offseason. Like, I don't know if they're going to dig this. Like, you know, those things were kind of happening before the slow camp. You kind of were hoping, well, it's going to come out and, and, you know, all the new offense will make things better. But it's all been kind of building with him. So I'm not surprised that we're at this point, but I I, would have hoped that they would have gotten by it after the benching. I agree. So, and that's weird. It's odd to me. And that's when you have no depth at wide receiver. And that's the fine line any coach, you know, has to travel when you have a guy that you think is not doing what you need, you know, everybody to do, and you can't make exceptions for that person, you know, what do you do? You know, do you, you know, turn the other way and let them keep doing it? Or do you make it clear to the team that this isn't right? And then when you do that, you're you're obviously taking a guy off the field who can help you but win. do you think that's why he's not playing? I have no idea. No, but do you think that's why? Because I don't think if that was why he wasn't playing, so many of his teammates would be wondering why he's not playing. Yeah. I, 
I have no idea. Like I mean, if he's not doing something that everybody else is doing, I don't think his teammates would be saying, I don't understand why he's not playing. Yeah, hard, hard to know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And, and if it's lingering. I mean, why else would you not play the guy? Can I give you a theory that I think, sure. you know, I, I strongly disagree with, but I think might have something to do with it. I think they love Devontae Parker for some reason. I don't really understand it. I haven't well, never gotten it. Why can't both play? Well, then you got to take someone else out. No, but they were both on the active roster. No, but you're not going to necessarily have four wide receivers be a major part of your game plan you know especially when you need tight ends kind of like the o-line got exposed by like the third offensive series so it's like you almost need the tight ends out there to help block they started the game in two tight end sets they played you know a a, almost a big chunk of the game with two tight ends yeah yeah so So you're not going to have four receivers be a big part of the game if you have two tight ends being a big part of the game now maybe next week Maybe it'll be all different. Different we'll, game plan. We'll only have right. one, you know one you know one tight end. There'll be more eleven instead of twelve. And you know you have three receivers and four receivers on the field all the time. But I think they love Devontae Parker. And then I haven't seen it. Nelson Aguilar's camp. It's hard to justify playing Kendrick over Aguilar. Looking at their two camps, I don't know. That was my devil's advocate take. Was right. that you needed? It was two simply tight ends out there. just personnel. I, I kind of like that take. I like it better than mine. Um, <laughs> You know, to be honest, I'm gonna steal that. You can have it. <laughs> right, give me some credit. I might steal it. Yeah, I might steal it. I but, lo- but I, I mean, but at some point, like before the fourth quarter, you're like, okay, we got to mix some, some things up here. You know, I don't know. I wonder if maybe it's going to be. See, I would like to see a little bit more. And I agree with one thing that Mike said about the the dynamic nature of Aguilar and Bourne. I I don't think either one of them is a game breaking kind of player. But for this team, they are the dynamic players in the receiving game, right? I don't think you can argue that. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence. The play before Bowen's catch, or maybe two plays before Bowen's catch, Aguilar had a step on the other side, and Mac threw it out of bounds. Then he came back to a bomb the other way. Those are the two guys that are going to get behind the secondary, right? Yeah. Why not get them both on the field a little bit, a little bit at the same time? Yeah, I agree. I mean, that was kind of what I wrote about. Unless, you know, they're so worried about protecting Mac, you know, on pass plays that you need need those tight ends in there, you know? The line was bad. They were, like, totally exposed. It looked like they were just targeting Trent Brown and Cole Strange's side. See, I'll give you you one of those. How did, did you think the line was bad, too? Um, In pass protection, yeah. Okay, so I, I would largely agree. But you know why? Because they had two enormous breakdowns. For the most part during the game, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But I agree. That makes it bad. Well, <laughs> Like, just like, you know, you can make, you know, Bill says it all the time, you can make a lot of good plays, but you're judged on the handful that decide the game. And they had some breakdowns on both sides of the ball that decided the game. Yeah, I... Uh you know, and I I, th- I don't think Mac had a good game. Let's face it. You know, he himself didn't have a good game. When we should talk about, you know, after the game, uh, he was seen going incomplete passes in and out of the X-ray, in and out of the X-ray room. I I think, I think he, I think it was heat related. This is just my thing. I think he was having spasms in his yeah. back, and I think it was heat related. Huh. You know, well, I mean, I think they. I, that's the first I've heard that one. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was connected. I thought it was when he took that rough in the passer penalty. Yeah, I, I think that's what he kind of. I mean, I'm, maybe that spurred it on. But maybe it's just my New England background. I'm still worried about the back because I don't think it's just spasms. I, I mean, I'm definitely still worried about the back. I mean, I, I think Max a really tough kid. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, I that's I one thing that I would definitely say about him. I think he's tough. He played two more series after taking that hit. 
Um, but the back isn't something you can mess with, though. Right. You have and something especially wrong with it's your all back. Connected you, with you compensate in other places, and you can throw your entire posture and alignment out of whack. I mean, and did you see that? I mean, the video Bedard took of him walking out of the x-ray. He looked kind of, you know, a little yeah. stiff. And, I mean, he said he was feeling better yesterday, but I don't think we're out of the woods with that one. Um, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, Mac, you know, he needs a good game. He hasn't, you know, strung a good game together in a while, and now he's got to deal with an injury, too. Um, you know, and, and, and how are they going to – I know we'll get into Pittsburgh, but – you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a team they usually like to throw against, right? I mean, that when, when you went down there with Brady against them, it was spread and throw, and we, don't, we might not even try to run. So don't, I don't, don't know if they're going to do that Don't make any comparisons when Tom Brady was here. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in terms of attacking the old Pittsburgh defense, what it seemed like they liked to do was to spread them out and get the ball out quick and, and well, no hesitation to go you know, deep either. Pittsburgh likes to get at you, and that's their yeah, and Use their aggression against them. But, yeah. you know, with Flores in Pittsburgh now, does that change the dynamic? I mean, that's a lot, it does. lot to talk about Are on you Thursday. kidding me? I mean, yeah, he knows us. And I mean, and and then to bring it back, I mean, I think one of the things that's just really disheartening to me right now is the commentary that the Patriots are running like they pulled an offense from Madden, and there's this very simple and the Dan Orlovsky stuff, Orlovsky that, stuff that but that popped up. I mean, you know, I, I was joking with Paul, you know, because Orlovsky's saying they're running the same play over and over again, and you know, we we're joking, saying, "Geez, in the old days when it was working, and they're like, oh, they'll run the same run six times in a row just to prove How it.'" How many times <laughs> did the toss crack just go eight, <laughs> right, seven, right. twelve? Right. You know, oh, right, they're so good, they just execute, and they they're not afraid to run the same play. I, here's where I'm going to be on your side, Fred. This is where I'm going to, you know, so you're not going to yell at me. I I saw the whole game, like the first drive. I thought the first drive was pretty good, right? Yep. So we're, I, I'm listening to Orlovsky, who I like. I, you know, I'm, I'm not killing Dan Orlovsky, but he's talking about the repetition of the plays early in the game. Like, what did he, you probably have I, the? I, I, I think he it was said like, like the, three. The they ran like plays three plays, three times each, or something like that, or twice each on the first drive. What was wrong with that? Yeah, it worked. They went right down the field. Right. It was like seven, five, twelve, six, first and ten at the twenty-two. Right. Like. Why do I have to change things? Because I need to show off my shiny toys like Mike McDaniel, who tried to lose the game in the last five minutes? Right. Like, it was working. I had no problem with the operation. The only thing that I would say minor, like in terms of like Patricia, Judge, Belichick, that whole thing, look to me, and Mike and I were talking about this during the game, they were rushing to get plays off early on. It looked like there was quick movement in terms of like the formations getting into it and there was like you know like that that panicked kind of snap it snap it you Mm -hmm. know yeah they maybe they needed to get the plays in a little bit faster but i have no problem with the play calls on that first drive they went right down the field and orlowski is talking about how well they just used the same play on the on well it worked yeah and that's and that's what i think the question is of of this new offensive of making it simpler and being able to go faster and you know, I'm, I'm going back to thinking about Vince Lombardi and having, you know, we run three plays, but we just run them really well. I don't think that that works anymore. No. no. And I'm imagining, you know, Brian Flores, if this if this really is like a rudimentary kind of offense that they're starting out with, I, like Brian Flores is going to look at that yeah. and be like, And I'll give you a devil's no advocate, and, I'll, and I'm going to give Greg Bedard credit for this because he's the one I heard say on the way home. You might have heard the same thing the other day, Mike, when he was talking about, like, you know, they had a plan coming into the game, and their plan was effective, again, because they came right out. And it, I think oh, the also op- the opening script. The, yeah. Right. And, yeah. I, and I think they also went into the locker room at halftime, came out with an idea of what they want to do in the second half, and that worked also. Right. So 
the the fear of that or the uh, the concern moving forward is that works for three or four weeks. Teams will figure out what that is, and then they'll make an adjustment to it. Now you better be better in that time, like Bill says. You know, you you, you got to work things out and get to where you want to be. I mean, I would shorten the timeline though. I mean, I feel like after those first drive, you know, you're getting adjustments now, and is this offensive staff able to adjust accordingly right. within the game too? That's a concern. So, I, you know, that that was the the, the nightmare scenario of that. You know, we need a real offense here. We need to be able to to take advantage of this stuff. So, I agree. We'll see. I mean, it, it ain't going to fly next week against that defense. So they better have huge some break, kind though. of plan. Huge break without TJ Watt. I mean, you can't you can't sure overstate it. It's it's. Yeah, I mean, I, I see a lot of attention that he gets. It's huge. I still feel like they got plenty in the tank, though, between Hayward and, uh, you know, what's the guy on the other side who had like Alex three Highsmith. Sec, Highsmith but it seems like he's coming into his own. From talking to some, well, not talking, but from reading some of the people in Pittsburgh, they thought that Watt was a big part of that. You know, it was so much. The he commands attention. So much yeah. attention yeah. Was, yeah. was allowing Highsmith. I think he had nine quarterback pressures slash yeah, hits. Um, to go with the three sacks, but it's just like with this offensive line, like and pretty much any defensive line scares me right now with with how these guys have been looking. Well, I'm just watching the highlights of the Monday night game last night, and and I'm I'm getting angry all over again. I, I you know, Fred, there's nothing that bugs me more when watching a game than just ineptitude in in terms of your play con your game operation. And that was that was just coaching negligence once again. Did you watch the whole game? I, I watched the end. Yeah, I think I, I turned it off like toward the end of the third. Made it that I long? felt like I was living in a simulation during the first half. One watching Joe Buck and Troy Aikman call a game on ESPN, <laughs> and then Geno Smith being like. What like eighteen of nineteen? <laughs> yeah, in the first right. Half. I like how I no like, one talked about the second man. half with the, with Geno Smith though. Yeah. <laughs> well, did it get bad? Well, he did nothing in the yeah. second half. Yeah. Anyway, back to the Patriots. Yeah. Um, so the Bourne thing is an issue. Like, what's going to happen going forward f- with, f- with him? I, I heard at one point after he got taken out, he was throwing something on the bench. I heard yeah. that, too. I didn't see it. I heard him talking on the radio yesterday saying that he was very, uh, you know, like he went to go back out, and then they pulled him back off again, and, and he was expressing some frustration on the sideline. So it's uh, – He it's, was it's also, like, making it known. He had the like one finger one. in the air – uh, one target, one big catch. And yeah, then I think that's the way I, I saw a lot good. of people read it's that, the way Alex saw it. Did, yeah. you, did you see him do that? Did you Like, could you see him when he came off? I couldn't, but I could see the tweets in real time. Okay. And just... It's not good. I mean, last year... Um, not good, Bob. You know, he, he was probably one of the bright spots in the offense. Yeah, and I think you know? by the end of the year, he was probably their most effective receiver. Yeah. Now, I think they have four guys that are kinder... Kinder. Kind of just sort of average you know average to above average but at the end of the year last year i think that he had sort of risen up above the others don't you i do yeah i mean especially for you know big plays big moments that kind of thing um i, I mean i talked talking a little bit to evan um you know after the game of just the lack of intermediate passing game you know it was just it all felt like shots or little dump-offs, and that was kind of it. There was nobody getting hit in stride 10, 15 yards down the field. That's the old Raiders offense. That was the Mike, the Mike and Paul yeah. post-game analysis was, Mike, you know, like we got to find a way to get something in between. Can we find a way to get like a 15-yard crosser 
or you know a 12 yard well, out <laughs> that doesn't look like it's going to get picked <laughs> off every time. But those are the ones that Mac does get picked off on. Yeah, no, especially, right. especially well, the outs. So, you know, we're going to talk about the two plays that skewed the game. <laughs> How about Brandon Jones dropping a pick six on on one of those outs? Yeah. But you know, if he, I mean, are they avoiding it? Is he not seeing it? Are they not comfortable throwing it there? Uh, another thing that, that that cracked me up. I saw one particular play where Mac must have had seventeen different signals at the line. Like, I mean, he's like, oh, it's yeah. like Peyton Manning, like, yeah, ah, you know, throw it. and then it was like hike, and then just like a little check down. <laughs> like all that for a check down? Like what? Like I usually yeah. when you're doing that much, it feels like oh, I see something. We're gonna take advantage and make a play here, and not like. All right, let's just check now, it out. Now, the part right. of the Olavsky thing that I agree with Dan on um, that I think is a worthy second guess of what their plan is, game plan-wise, offensively, I did think there were a few of those, Mike, where he's checking down to a back or trying to – a couple of them on the touchdown drive. Um, I think he tried to hit Stevenson on one, and then he went to Montgomery, and then eventually I think he had Montgomery for the touchdown. Um, one of them got batted down. Mm-hmm. Then I think yep. he went to Stevenson, then Montgomery got the touchdown. Too many bodies in the same area. There's like a, a little check down back in the in, in the flat, and there's like a guy you know, like a Myers, or, you know, four or five yards away in like a little hook zone, you know. And I forgive me if I'm not getting you know the terms right, but like too close, yeah. Too many receivers in, in too close a proximity, and I, I think Orlovsky mentioned and, and, that. And, and Evan wrote about that too. I was like he was talking about things that that stood out to him in the film review were, were the uh, the spacing, I guess the dispersal of, of the routes. You but could just <laughs> talk, you could just talk about stuff you see in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, can I can I say one more thing too? I, I've been meaning to say this. I just want to to shout out, shout out Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I just you know the offense changes things. I mean, he's been here for Brady, for Cam Newton, for Mac Jones, right from the get go, and he just too. continues to yeah. produce in big spots and make tough catches. I know he's not the you know the, maybe the most underrated, whatever you want to call him, but no, he's the best. I just think he's <laughs> call, a re- he's a really right. good player, and at a time when I don't feel great about just about anything on this offense right now. He's one piece that I think comes to play, got through this whole transition with multiple yeah. quarterbacks, continues to be productive in big spots. I, I would say Jacoby was him. like my only pro of yeah. the offense. Yeah, I, I, I would maybe slightly put Damian Harris in there too. But that, that, that was about it. Yeah, I, I mean, Stevenson, like last year, I felt Stevenson hit the hole faster than Harris, was more di- you know explosive from – a dead start, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> as uh, you say. <laughs> but but to, yeah, on Sunday it seemed like he was a little bit more hesitant. He wasn't hitting the hole as fast. Yeah, a little disappointed. Yeah, I mean there were there was some signs of life. I think a little bit more, as Paul alluded to, from Harris. Um, you know, because they had a couple twelve yard runs. Nine out for forty eight. Yeah, I mean, Especially it was like first, five three a carry. Yeah. That's, I thought no, he should have gotten more carries. It's good. I agree yeah. with you, Paul. I mean, they got out of it. You're down seventeen. Well, nothing. yeah. You know, it's, it's no. It's it, tough, yeah, but in the second half, it's it's. Let's it's a different story, but I thought they kind of got away. Now, you know, in fairness to them, it got away from them because they got they were completely ineffective in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. After that first drive, the like it, the running game went yeah. away, yeah. and then they got a couple of good runs in that first drive of the third quarter too. So some of that is they stopped running it as well as they had been. Yeah, yeah. all right. But Myers, like, not only I think he's he's just sort of always overlooked, but. Physically, I think he was dealing with something pretty significant. You know, he was out there pretty early with the warm-up crew. Yep. Um, he's limited all week. And then yet, you know, when you needed plays, like one of the rare bright spots was that like 20-something yard catch where On he goes up and there, yeah. oh, 
I really? mean, like, on the sideline, I don't know how he got his feet in. Tremendous catch. Was great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They they need him. They need him. Yeah. It's the, the unfortunate part of the offense is that kind of stuff is really hard to stack together. When it's third and long and we're throwing one up, you know, in traffic, you know, that just as easily can go off of a guy's helmet and go to the safety like it did on the Parker play, which should have been a penalty, Fred, before you yell it at me. It should have that. been, but it was also short-armed, I thought. It oh, it was not a good throw, and yeah. I think it's a terrible decision. You're doing whatever you want. You go right down the field, first and 10 from the 22. We're going to throw at their best corner against – there was a little old-school Patriot there, like, I, we don't just want to score. I, we want to make sure it's Parker. I, I want to push back on this on this a little bit because they threw at Xavier Howard twice, and they were both their best play. It was the, the fade to Parker. I mean, right. I, you they knew threw, it was they, coming. They threw at Howard on important plays. This is my point. With their best play, though. You know what I mean? Like, Why is that their play? best play? That's their be- I, a jump ball to Parker is their Paul, best play? How many times this summer did I say, when they get close to the 20 this year, I'm going to turn to you and go, here comes a fade and to Parker. And how many times and this summer exactly did you say did. that with disgust? Well, that's what they did. I mean, I knew it was going to no. happen. So Knowing it's going to happen it and wanting it to happen are two different things. Don't tell me you wanted it to happen. Oh, I'm fine with that. You got so mad. They're 80-20 balls. I don't, this I is don't, a guy who, no, call, who called them deep, no, no. deep corner fades. It was all that the first three in days. In mocking criticism all summer. And I'm, by the way, I'm not making fun of him. He's right. <laughs> it's their but best play. This I wasn't know. even a deep corner <laughs> no, fade. It's this the was play right that the, they love. It's not their best play. Yeah. I mean, in the red zone, is probably the most effective play this summer, I would say. Well, it but if you got to put any it, of the it times they did it, if yeah. you're gonna put it up, you got to put it up high and allow him to go up. I thought he short-armed it where Howard now had a shot to get his hand. Oh on yeah, it, I mean they didn't you know. execute it well, but yeah. I mean I just I just I didn't. I mean everyone just seemed like don't throw near Xavier Howard. Like they threw it him twice no. to their to their guy on the play that on a play that they like. I don't think it's that crazy. That's all. I thought it was terrible. I I would push back violently on that. I I mean so don't throw to Parker the whole game. Not not on a play like that where, like, I'm not going to let it unfold. Like, they never used to ignore Darrell Revis either. But they didn't just throw jump balls toward Darrell Revis saying, my guy's going to go up and get. No, they waited to see if the guy was open when he was going against. He was never open on that play. Oh. They may have gotten bailed out with a penalty yeah, yeah. because I do think he grabbed him. Well, he's never. But open he was never <laughs> exactly. Never so open. don't tell me that's their best play. <laughs> but that's what it is. Nikhil Parker up, doesn't mean, get open. Like like the I mean oh, the, the same thing with wow. the Myers with the Myers with the Myers catch. I mean contested catches. Those I mean those yeah, were the probably you, the plays that I know. I'm not telling you, you that. It's I mean great, those are great, but you can't live that way. No, you can't live it, that way. I mean Aguilar got open down the sideline. Bourne mm-hmm. got open on the other sideline. I mean, there are, you know, Hunter yeah. Henry was open on on one of those uh, like crosses to the you know uh, the the cross to the um, sideline. There was a play that was uh, I think that was early in the game, mm. one of the first two drives. Like I that think nice th- they they yeah. can you know this is the other thing, and this is like like uh, and this isn't about Bill. I think Bill's whole positivity is all about trying to pick up his team. I think he's trying to instill confidence in his team. I wrote about it this morning, and I said I I can totally understand. I don't agree with his summation of the game, but I totally understand what he's doing, and I have no problem with that. I think he he needs to do that. But, like, they ran a couple of plays and didn't, like, look like their shoes were tied together or they didn't fall down, and people were like, oh, oh, it was better than I thought. (laughs) Oh, what did you think they were going to do? They scored seven points. They've got 270 yards. Like, what did you you think they were just going to go out there and, like, spontaneously combust well, before on, the game was based over. Based on the summer, I think some people did. That was the summer. I got news for you. I know everybody didn't believe us. That's what we saw all summer was yeah. what they did on Sunday. Yeah. 
They couldn't run the ball consistently. They couldn't protect consistently. And they couldn't make plays down the field consistently. They can check it off and complete 70% of the balls. And then the guy would run up and tap him on the ass. And that would be the end of the play. Right, Mike? I agree with Paul. And for the most part, that's what happened. <laughs> the one touchdown even, the guy literally had to roll into the end zone. That cracked me up. That cracked me up. Because later. because the young the young defensive back got picked off by the uh not by the Patriot, but yeah. I think by Howard. Yeah. I think he, he collided with his own defensive back and he was out of position and Ty Montgomery yeah. just rolled I, I, into the end zone. I felt bad for our social crew on that one because I'm like, Oh, first score of the season, it's like kinda hard to do a hype. Little video of like time we we rolling, we rolling. but you know what? You know what I heard? Oh, great awareness by Montgomery to know that he had to roll in. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that's what I heard. Uh, (laughs) Who said that? I forget. Should I not make fun of anybody? Does that that come from great, great great awareness? Did that come from inside the building? Should I not be (laughs) making fun of that? Alex, was that you? Steamroller. Just come rolling through. Well, I talked to talk to Ty's mom today. I did. She was Very wonderful. Nice. Yeah. I talked to her for like almost an hour. Just about life in general. You know, she made me feel like I'm not doing nearly enough good in this world. She's just a great woman. That's good. Well, probably not. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Certainly not. I mean, look what I do for a living. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Am I really helping? That's <laughs> what people always say. Like, oh, oh, that job is so cool. I go, I, I watch what other people do when All I, my when friends I talk about are it. like <laughs> it's really not that and important. stuff, and I just, I do this. <laughs> Uh, you help Football. Patriots fans. I think I bring people yeah. moderate I, joy. You know what I always tell oh, myself is that people find a lot of joy in sports. And, yeah. you know, I think that, that you it's know, you help outlet. people and it's and it's a fun thing, part of life that yeah. I think and I'm going to get a little philosophical here for a minute. I mean, I feel like sports and specifically football, you know, it, it sums up the human experience to a very, you know, there's not it's not as concrete in real life wins, losses. But, you know, it's it's physical, it's mental, it's uh, that's what I like about it. So that's and my I that's my that's how I and I, I think that's I agree with Mike, not necessarily as little, <laughs> you know, questionable yeah, little summation there. But um, I think that's why people are so like negative right now. I think that they're, they're worried. Like, is this what th- this is my outlet? Every, you know, I, I work hard all week and I look forward to the game. And I can't really look forward to a game where I'm going to score seven points and then have the coach tell me it was a really good Especially game. Especially you know, when really for good so long people were so used to just like that really was an escape. You could get excited, yeah. have all your friends over and, and gloat to the other fan bases. And now you're the butt of the joke. Not for long, though. Just till Sunday. No. Sorry. I'm uh, excited to get back in the community later for uh, sure and uh, with an event. I'm excited get to get to back on the field too. Today. Though I, I mean, you know, you have an event today. Yeah, it's a fully. Devon Godcha is uh, gonna oh, that's do a right. little back to school event. Oh. Uh, Tom in Birmingham says, "Fred, your opening monologue was a good attempt to talk fans off the ledge. You almost convinced me, <laughs> but the truth is, this team is not well coached." Fans can accept rebuilding after many years of the goat that was Tom Brady, but how much longer do we have to watch pre-snap penalties, blown assignments, and misreads? Belichick takes a timeout to emphasize a point, and then the team goes out and promptly does the opposite. Where is the discipline that used to be the hallmark of the Patriots? This is going to be a long and painful season. I, yeah, yeah, the discipline something we haven't even really touched but, on. But I know, and that was one of my key... You know, one of my key pieces. I just, you know, felt like this team coming out of the gate needed to be, needed to be clean. Look, need to look cohesive. I mean, I, it wasn't as terrible as I thought it, it 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 might have possibly been, but I mean, it was it was still very distressing. The the mental mistakes in kind of key moments, and and that just goes back to, 
Like, I'm, I'm, there's no question in my mind they're going to play some games this year. The other team's going to not play that great, probably. Maybe, you know, have a turnover themselves on the first drive. And, you know, the Patriots get a little lead, and it yeah. unfolds like I it know, did last October, year. And they're going to bang coming. some, they're the bang the some wins out. The are coming. The Bears are coming. Don't worry about it. But I, I just feel like it's such a long way to go to believe that this team can go toe-to-toe with the top. 15 teams in the league and go back and forth and oh yeah we're down by 10 but we're going to score seven and then we'll get a stop and then we'll go up by four you know those kind of back and forth games it's just it's too much of the same thing where it starts to unfold badly and you're like they ain't ain't." i mean 17 that's like they ain't going to get out of this hole and fred you talked about the defense um at the beginning of the show and i you know i i would disagree a little bit not violently disagree or anything like that but like you know mike talked about the offense you know you know, struggling. I do think that the defense was probably a little bit uh, exceeded my expectations a little bit. I, I do feel like the run defense was so good. I thought that could be a sneaky problem because I didn't think they were going to be allowed to get any help. I think I thought it was going to be all in the guys up front to stop the run, and I think it was, and they did it. Now, I don't know how good Miami is up front. I, I think that they're working through some things. I was laughing with Mike. By, by the second Seven quarter, tackles. they were on their third right tackle. Um, and I think that's an issue for them. Uh, you know, Teron Armstead ended up leaving the game in the second half. I think he ended up coming back. But they're working through some stuff, and they weren't able to really run the ball. I thought that was a really good sign for the Patriots. If, if they can continue to stop the run without having to devote, to devote extra bodies to do it, yeah. Now you can make sure that these catches aren't going to be resulting in fifty-yard, you know, run-after catches. You're going yeah. to have got you're going to have bodies close enough to make tackles. I'm really not sure. I've seen Dietrich Wise play a better game. That too, was a really I, good game by, by Wise. Like he just like in the first half, just everywhere. I finally got it with him. Like I, I've always been. I don't quite. I feel like he was a little bit miscast here, but it seemed like he he was really See? like using Deuce. his length. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 where what are we in like year six with him? <laughs> but I I mean I you know credit to him getting named captain. I mean, he's been such a great guy in the locker room. He played and, very well. And he played game. really well. So, I mean, again, I think those are the kind of guys that, that they need. Somebody like him who's, you know, full of positive energy and, and you know, really seems to be part of the new kind of core that, that's emerging here. Um, going to open up the phones in a bit, but one other thing. The Cole Strange, when he came out, of the, was that a benching or just, you know, maybe it was a little? Uh, I think maybe says, a little of both. He yeah. said it was planned. Yeah, it just happened Cole to Strange come that? directly okay. after it looked like I'll take he, his word he, he for it. He did come back out, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, he, he came did. Out. Yeah. He did, and, I mean, if you believe in PFF, they, they graded him pretty highly. Um, I, I mean, it, uh, overall on the offensive line, See, that's though, my problem with PFF. I, I know. They I, don't that's, know. That's why I gave the disclaimer. I mean, I, I say, too, I saw Michael Omenu throwing some guys around, too, which was kind of nice to see that. I It's really just the tackles that, that I, I, I have my big questions about. Um, I was saying upstairs, my worry is that they're quiet quitting and that they're still there, but they're not really doing their job right now. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that continues to play out. Marcus Cannon, too, potentially on the practice squad. I yeah. thought that was interesting yeah. to bring him back. He's uh, he's old. I don't. He didn't play in 2020. I think he played like six games last year like for the Titans. like 36 Titan, now or the something Texans. like that? like the how debilitating back yeah. injury. Yeah. No, I know. It, and it, and it no almost thanks. made me feel worse to a degree because, like, that's, that's how desperate we are. But I think – Every team in the league right now is, is kind of desperate for for offensive line. I mean, the Raiders too. There, I mean, everybody, everybody has got seems to have yeah. some kind of issues with with the offensive line right now. All right, eight five five pass five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Eight five five pass five hundred. Let's go to Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's up, everyone? Hey, hello, Patty. So at this point, I'm ready to go to Plan B, which is let's break out the video cameras. You know. <laughs> 
Come on. What makes you think they don't have motor? <laughs> Week one. But I did. I did want to rip a little to start bit of a controversy. And, um, controversy. Kendrick Bourne. Um, Paulie, I, I know I, I. I know I've been belly aching about the offensive line over the past few weeks, but I'll. I'll be the first to admit Mac did not play good on Sunday. Um, you know, I, I think if if you know that your line isn't giving you four seconds, which is sort of standard. I mean, if they're only giving, if they're giving you half of that, you got to make adjustments accordingly. And he just, like a lot of guys on the post game show said, he wasn't making very good decisions. And um, Mike, you had said on the post game show, you didn't think that this team has a good, has a, um, a playmaker basically on the receiving core. And I'll disagree. I, I think Kendrick Bourne is, is a guy that can, uh, he can create separation. We saw it last year. He can he can get yards after the catch. I just don't know what the hell is going on. You know, like is, is yeah. what he did or what he said in the off season, or maybe maybe it's a, a, a compilation of things. But I mean, can you really afford to have one of your best playmakers not on the field most of the time, even this early in the season? I, I don't think you can. I mean, if you're trying to win games, you got to have your best players out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the only thing I'd say is is that regardless of the off the field stuff, like he didn't do anything Thanks, on, the, on the field this summer. Like, you know, so if, yeah. if if we had seen a lot on the practice field and be like, oh, they're just sitting on him, like, so I don't know if there's more going on right now. It just feels like there's so many things in between getting him on the field and getting him actively involved in the offense because off the field stuff's keeping him off the field. And even when he gets on the field, I wonder how much they can get the ball to him in the conventional, you know, between the the, the 20s offense. Like, you know, is you know, you're a little bit in desperation mode there with the pass down the sideline to him in that last game. But, you know, can you can you get him coming over the middle? And I mean, and I don't I, you know, and I think Aguilar has uh, continues to show a little bit of more of a burst than I remember him having last year with Parker. Now on the outside, they have the ability maybe to move Aguilar around a little bit more. I'd love to see like like Paul said, I think that's a big key getting those two guys involved. You know, we know what we have in Parker. It's going to be contested catches, little slants and with Myers on third down and his ability to find holes in zones and get open and you need those two complementary pieces with some speed to you know i don't want to say stretch the field in the sense of getting but you know getting some chunk plays getting some stuff that's easy it can't be 15 plays every time at, at eight play at eight yards a pop just to get yeah. down the field right i that that part is i think enormous i mean i know some teams are going to make you work your way but they don't really seem to have any other way to score other than extended drives and when you have when you need extended drives a penalty is going to kill you if you don't get the penalty on fourth down. That's going to kill you, like because that that drive was aided by a fourth down mm-hmm. uh, penalty. I I just think they they have to find a way to get some easier yards. It, it like every yard to me is like really really hard earned. It is. It, it's a struggle. And even when like it's the ball struggle. is going there, like I feel like we're watching the ball. Like here it goes. Mike and I looked at the very first there. play, very first play of the game. They threw like an out that yeah, that Myers. had an arc to it. And it wasn't even like a first. It was like eight yards. And I, and Mike and I looked at each other and was like, oh, my God. Like, And then, sure enough, later in the game, he throws one of those that he was lucky didn't go for six. Well, it just feels like those plays, too. By the time the ball is getting there, like they're, they're getting smoked. I mean, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, he's good. Now it's a contested catch. Maybe it wasn't, you know, if it got in there a little bit faster. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's got to be better. Chris with a T-I-A-N. Hey, Christian. Hey, how's everybody doing? All right. Yeah. Sounds like better than you. Yeah. 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 Hey, wish I was doing as good as Paul. Um, I um, so I, I just the whole thing, and just to piggyback on 
uh, what what Patty said and what everybody's saying about Kendrick Bourne. I don't get it. Like I, I, I just I don't get it. Like whatever happened now over a month ago in Carolina, coupled with his off season, it's over. Like trying to put it to bed. Yeah, I Let don't it know. Lead over into the regular season just doesn't make any sense to me at all. And it, and like I was listening to Mike Reese on the radio yesterday morning. He was like, "Yeah, but we don't know the context, and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes." Whoa, whoa, whoa. I love Mike Reese. Whoa, 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 Poor Mike. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't care for Mike's the tone. Mike's stray bullets out here. Listen, it's I'll, I'll make I'll make fun of every Boston media personality, but Mike Reese is off limits, Buster. But but, but see, I, that's and Karen but is also off Mike's limits. right, though, Christian. I mean, what you're saying is right. It doesn't make sense. So there must be something we don't know because it doesn't make sense. Well, what if, what could he have possibly done to warrant? I don't know. Like, I don't well, know. I mean, I mean. Okay, okay. So say it was so egregious, then you should trade him. If he's that bad of a guy, and it was that bad of a thing. See, and my point with, to back Christian is, if it was so egregious, I don't think you'd hear like players indicating to media guys, which we heard in the aftermath of Sunday. I was not there, obviously. That they're they're looking. They, they don't understand it either. If it was that egregious. Just as an example, David Andrews wouldn't be telling someone, yeah, I don't really understand why he's not a bigger part of the game plan. Because David Andrews would know yeah. what happened. Right, if he was being a malcontent, right. continuing on through all the last like few weeks. Right. But it seemed like he's, I, I think um, Giardi said he knew he wasn't going to be a big part of the plan. for. Yes. That's why I yes. go back to the offensive line needing the blocking from the tight ends. I think I'll read into it way more if we see much of the same this week against the Steelers where like if the game plan's completely you know but, different and I he mean, still doesn't play. No, and I think there's a validity uh-huh. to that point, but I also would say like you can't just rotate him in for, for sure. 10 no, snaps in for with sure. and rotate him in for two, right. snaps, two snaps. And to that bizarre. point, specifically to that point, little Jordan Humphrey got in before Yeah, Bourne. he did. Yeah. You know, he I mean, he only <laughs> played 3 plays, but I mean, he did make an appearance before Born did so. It definitely seems to be more to it than just well, you, you know, game plan. You know, there's more to it than that. Uh, Greg's in California. What's up, Greg? Hey guys, uh, I tuned in kind of late, so I'm not sure if you covered this already. But is there a status on Adrian Phillips for this Sunday? No, not just, that I've seen yeah, anything. Jordan Schultz, depending yeah, on how I'm you just feel say, about not from anybody <laughs> I, I deem. Depending on how you feel about his reliability, I think he did just get hired by the score, which uh, which is a, a, a notable so outlet. Step, but he said down um, cautiously, Sorry, Matt. cautiously optimistic, which I feel like is well, he how was I look with at ribs, it. right? Ribs, yeah. Phillips. Yeah. yeah. So you know, somebody who's broken right. a couple ribs, uh, it's not easy. Yeah. Not easy to deal with. And then the other thing is, I heard you guys talking about the defense earlier. Do you think that our defense is actually decent, or do you think it's just Tua's weak little noodle arm still to being weak? My first piece of hard evidence says there's hope there. It's it, like I was more worried about the defense going into I'm the I'm happier season. with the way yeah. you're talking about it now. I wouldn't have had my little blow-up with you if you had yeah. said it in these terms. <laughs> like, one part of me could say... There's hope there. I, agree, yeah. I would agree with that. I, one part of me could say it's a weird matchup with uh, their ability at wide receiver and the RPO stuff and just, with, you know, what Tua does, it's tough. But I would just say a lot of the games this year are going to be like that. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a weird, challenging matchup. 
Um, you know, not not necessarily next week with Trubisky, but yeah, I, I there's I a lot go, of good offenses. Yeah, that, I, that I would look forward to ways. like all the way to week four. Like you know, Aaron Rodgers, and I know that he doesn't have great receivers, but he's going to find. A, I mean, it's not going to be like it was Sunday oh, yeah. every week it's for gonna him. Hit that he's going to pass. He's going to figure out some things, and then when you move uh, a little bit more forward into the season, and you're dealing with, you know, even like Kirk Cousins with with those weapons, and obviously Josh Allen, you know, Joe Burrow. What, when you're dealing with those guys and you're you know you're holding them to 13 points, then I'll I'll, I'll look yeah. at it a little bit different. Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Greg. Um, let's go to Spee in Fresno. Hey, Spee. Hey, guys. I, I think Paul, maybe you're onto something regarding Kendrick Bourne when you look at the Devontae Parker stuff because I think that he's Bill's shiny toy. I think he wants to stick. Uh, yeah, uh, Parker in there, like against Davian Howard, rather than go with the speedier Aguilar, which is a point you made in the post uh, post game show, Paul. I think that maybe he just wants to ride Parker, even at the expense of faster guys. Like maybe Bill's being a stick in the mud, or uh, yeah. I mean, not, I'm not it's not working. Yeah, I'm not going to put words in Bill's mouth or anything like that. But it, and, and this is where I would disagree with Mike. I don't necessarily say, well, Xavier Howard's on the field, so I am not going to look at him. I'm never going to. No, I'm going to try to get him on a double move, see if I can be aggressive with him, see if I can get Aguilar or Bourne behind him, you know, in some way, you know, uh, you know, put a guy in motion, you know, and see if you can get, you know, get Howard to miss an assignment. Just straight up locked up. And I know Howard took Parker, you know, for the most part in that game. I know that was their matchup. I don't like that matchup. I'm going to look to another one. You know, I'm not, and I'm certainly not going to, you know, not going to say I'm never going to go to him, but the time I go to him isn't going to be when I'm in the midst of a great drive on first and 10, you know, from the 22 without knowing that he's open. And I put some of that on Matt. That's not like, because I I know a lot of you all 22 guys, not you specifically. (laughs) You pointed at me, though. A lot of you all 22 guys pointed out that Jonu Smith was wide open on that play. Oh, is he? Um, And, you know, so I put some of that on Matt. You don't have to throw it to that guy. Was Jonu Smith a little bit of a bright spot? I mean, I like that one run he had where he kind of broke some tackles. <laughs> the bar is like under the floor. Wow. It's so easy. And then he was gonna, excited he when he got two, up. He caught two screens, well, and we're like, was he a bright Well, spot? we're looking for anything from John O'Smith, Sneaky right? Sneaky good. You know? Sneaky good. Listen, I'm, it's all baby yeah. steps. Baby well, steps. I think it's I think it's it's worth but you know, what, like why? That, see, that Because he had I, a bad season last so year. So why are we looking for baby steps for our $50 million tight end in year two? I'm just looking like, for anything. It's not like... <laughs> We ju- like like to me, Tyquan Thornton making two or three catches. Like, do we see a little something? There? That's yeah. perfectly understandable. But a guy that you well, invested that amount of time and money in catching two screens is yeah. not something to write home about. Yeah, it kind of looked the same with him. Mike had a great point in the uh, the post game show. Oh. Um, he said something he had along a lot the lines of, of "I don't even know what definitely isn't the issue." That might have been was perfect. That might have when I was enjoying I my cigarette <laughs> listening to Mike. <laughs> It was, it was philosophical, like because my bias is to see it through the lens of max limit, limitations. Because I I doubt that he's truly a franchise guy, but there's like plenty of possible causes. Like it, it's the draft, the coaching, not having Tom Bill maybe being complacent or game passing by. It's just like just because you have a, a, a pet peeve, it doesn't mean that there isn't a ton of stuff at play. I thought it was a great point by Mike. Sure, well, thank you. Thank you. I don't Thanks, remember Pete. making it, but I'm appreciate sure. the call. There's a lot that blurs <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the post game. Even when there were I one mean, o'clock games and it was early, it was a fast one o'clock game too. Oh, it yeah, was. it moved. We, we yeah. started that pregame <laughs> show at like oh, oh, did it? Three fifty-five. I think we were. Uh, Kevin's in Delaware. Hey, Kevin. 
Hey. 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 Can you hear me? Yes. yes. All right. I'm just, uh, I'm uh, confused, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know who's calling the plays. I believe Matt um, Patricia is calling the plays. It's funny when... When 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 the commentators are saying you know they both have the the uh, game card like 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 the play card, and they don't know which guy is calling the play. Um, I don't know you know the whole issue with uh, with a K K B not playing. Even if we were losing, you know, in the second half, we needed the extra offense. Why not put the guy in? You know, I, I'm I'm just you know, I know. I've never been. We, so, we so don't have an answer for that about a game. You know, ever watching the Patriots for as long as I have been, I have never ended the game and I'm sitting there saying, I'm just confused. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. The offensive line got issues. The defense was fine. You know, they only gave up, what, uh, 13 points. You know, but offensively, um, I'm just confused. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking. about. I think we're out. all confused. Yeah, we're trying to figure we're, it out. It's like a support group. Yeah. yeah, get it out. I'm confused about Bourne as well. This I mean, I have to think there's something going on that we don't know. About. I mean, it's it's Bourne, it's Mac, it's the O line, it's the coaching. It's you know, there's a lot of things that are either contributing to poor play or need to happen to contribute to good play. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I continue to beat the draft drum because I just, you know, I think it's gotten to the point now where, you know, if you had, if you if you had hit on some of those guys last few years, you know, it, it would probably look a little better, which just really frightening to me again, and, and I don't want to blow up the Orlovsky point, but I just, I can't wrap my brain around th- them installing a, like a, a rudimentary basic kind of thing. Well, if, you know? if it is, and it, if, if I hear another defender say the Patriots are, easy right. to defend i'm gonna go crazy because that's what i heard last year and i never heard that before you know is it you I, know? i'm like are they making it so simple that they're expecting that they're just going to be able to play that fast it's just because i don't think that they have the athletes to to do that right now you know yeah. so i hope that they evolve that that's a big thing and, and that they build off of this and that they create you know a new foundation but if it's this simple i just I, it's hard to see pittsburgh not completely shutting this this whole situation down Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate the call. Matt's in Ohio. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, so I want to uh, go to a point where Mike said in the postgame show um, about our tight ends, Hunter, Hunter Henry and Johnny just being okay tight ends. I mean, I, I hate to agree with you, but we paid them like they're supposed to be great tight ends. Mm-hmm. So, like, Yep. That, that, to Alex's point of we needed to run two tight ends because we couldn't block anybody. I mean, wasn't that what Aussie Aussie did? And uh, and I'm drawing a blank on name, but I mean, Keen. yeah, Keen, right? Yeah, didn't Lacoste. didn't we pay them to block too? I mean, why are we paying twelve and a half million dollars a year for for Henry and Johnny? Well, Smith? you're not re- just paying them to block. Though. You need them to be part. I mean, Hunter Henry had nine touchdowns last year. He's not just a blocker. Exactly. Exactly. That that so that's what's like crazy to me. Like, I I hate to agree with 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 Deuce here, but like, I why I hate saying that they're just okay, <laughs> okay. tight ends. Well, but I but know. but I mean, there's two different things. Think. Like that you you paid them because you think that they're part of your passing game and your running game. 
And you also paid them because you had to. Well, what if because you had you such, needed to get yeah, you had such ends. a roster that was was, was birthed of talent. You had to get yeah. some talent in, and you had to make sure you got them. But what if your quarterback was a top ten quarterback? Would Hunter Henry look better? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think. I mean, well, I like th- you think if it was Patrick Mahomes playing quarterback for the Patriots instead? I'm just saying any of the top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with Anime. Also, the O line gave him some time to throw the ball. I don't know if you saw this that on um, on Twitter. There was this guy. Uh, it was Chad Graff. Yeah, I saw it. That out saying that Jones had three seconds or more to throw on his dropbacks, only three percent of the time. Well, that's obviously uh, not going to win many games doing that as well. Yeah. Well, did all right does that it? take when, – when they do stats like that, and thanks for the yeah, call, Matt. I want some context when, on yeah, that. Yeah, when they do stats like that, does it take into consideration right. the times that the play is meant to get the ball out quick? Right. right. You right. know? And that was what the whole offense was. Right. Like, Miami had a similar thing, and they're, like, lauding their offensive line because it's been such an issue in recent years. Miami, it was like 2.78 seconds he had or something like that on average – which, if it holds, they said, would be an enormous improvement. Like, so, I, I'm with you, Fred. I, I think there's a lot of times that the ball is meant to come out immediately. The quick little checkdowns, Mike. You know, like you said, like the whole Peyton Manning thing. He's orchestrating everything <laughs> up and down, and then it's like, <laughs> and the ball's out for a three-yard game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't, the three percent thing just sounded weird. I'm like, so what is that? Like four plays? You can't like, I don't only like, give percentages. I know. You need completions. It's tough. Ascents, What's the league average? What's the other plays? You'll right. like, you'll like this, Alex. <laughs> it's like when they give you the WNBA ratings; they're up forty-four percent. Yeah. Oh, that's another. <laughs> Doesn't really I tell had. me anything. <laughs> they started the WNBA finals the second year in a row on the first NFL Sunday Football. Like, I'm just trying to support the Connecticut Sun, and they're making it so hard for me. Yeah. Uh, Rashad's in Baltimore. Hey, Rashad. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I just I, I just want to say first before I say anything, I definitely do want to give a shout out to Kyle Douglas because I, I think I think he had a good game. He made I think he made three solid tackles on Tyreek Hill, and you know, it's a it's it's a, it's, it's, it's something. You talking about Jonathan the, Jones? Did he say no? no he's talking about Kyle oh, Duggar. Duggar is a good tackler. Yeah. Yeah, but. On but on the game in general, it was it was it was hard to watch. But I thought and I thought in the beginning, the first couple drives, we we were running the ball pretty good. I, I thought mm-hmm. I thought they had something going. But once he once they threw a pick, I don't know if something changed. But I thought that first drive they were and even the drive after that, I thought they were running the ball, you know, and throwing the ball. It's not deep, but just they had a good offense going. But I don't like. I, I like the running game. I, I but it's just it's going to be. I, I said I'm. I won't. I wouldn't blame Mac, but it's got to be the. It's got to be the offense. Like the coaches have to help them somehow. You know. I know everybody's been saying so. Kendrick Bourne and I'm saying the same thing because there's no reason why he only had two snaps and one of the snaps he got what 40, 41, 42 yards. So it's like yeah. it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to see, but you know, looking looking forward to Sunday and. I think, hey, I think we can take the Steelers. Mr. Bisky, I think we can take him. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, all right. Yeah, I don't Thanks, think Rashad. I, I mean, that all, if you watch that offense, you, 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 you should have at least some kind of hope. I mean, they were, they were as ineffective, although it does sound like Najee Harris is, is going to play. We'll see how. No, their, their offense was one of, I think, the two in the AFC that was worse than yours on Sunday. So 
There's that. You know, the Patriots also didn't really bust out any of the trick plays. There was a little bit of that with Pittsburgh, too. Like, you know, just teams trying to manufacture yards. Ah, Deuces, you know. like back in, like, 2007. <laughs> Anthony Smith. But sneaky there by Paul, though. He's already set it up. If the Patriots defense stops Pittsburgh, well, their offense is worse than yours, so. He's, he's already he playing the long he's, game. He set that up. <laughs> oh, did I have to set that up, or did they <laughs> did they have five turnovers that they created the other day and still only scored thirteen? Well, but if, I, if I'm doing yeah. Pittsburgh radio, I'm saying if we don't have those turnovers, we're a good offense. Pitt, Pittsburgh? Yeah. No, no, no. They created the turnovers. They didn't turn the oh, ball okay. over. All right. <laughs> Cincinnati turned it over. Yeah. That's the only way they scored. Was because Cincinnati turned it over five times. Well, how do you know that? Because I watched the game. No, I know, but like, how do you know they wouldn't have <laughs> scored otherwise? Because they had a like, <laughs> well, that's less than two hundred yards of offense. I know, but five possessions. Most people don't think that's were they a always total. starting <laughs> on a short field because of the turnovers? No, they didn't get to the end zone. <laughs> I mean, you know, five turnovers is a lot of turnovers. I know to only score thirteen points on. Uh, Willems and Fillum, what's up, William? Hey, what's going on, Fred? How you doing? Good. Oh, man, what a what a game, huh? What a game. <laughs> Good thing um, it's the first week. We got really it out of our system. You won't even remember it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm trying not to trust me. I forgot about it just that fast. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, um, Fred, you were talking about the team being uh, there. I, what they were being soft or something you were saying that if you hear it one more time, I, I missed out. Well, last year, last year, I forget who it was, and it was probably more than one def- uh, opponent saying that the Patriots right. are easy to defend. Okay, so so let me give you a little pushback. Okay. Why do you think that they say that, Fred? Because we were easy to defend. Because well, like, well, why not, do you think they're easy to defend? He's telling well, me. it could it nothing yeah. they saw or no player pressures stress them. I think William's going to go to players, and I'm going to agree with him. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing, Fred. You're going to see the same thing. We're going to look soft. No playmakers, defense or offense. It's I mean, like you it, can't even argue with me on that. It's like the Belichick line talking to Brady in 09. And we, all we have is right. Moss over Not the it. top and Welker underneath. They slammed down on that. We have no we have no options because they had I mean, no players. Who, who's the who's the who's the star receiver that's going to? I don't know. I'd like Welker and Moss on this team. Well, that shows <laughs> you how mean? that shows you how different it is now. How much easier it is now because right. you didn't have Brady, Welker, and Moss. Right. Exactly. When you, no star corners. No, I mean, look at it. The offensive line is struggling. That's why Mac is looking the way he's looking right here. I, I can't – I put some of that on Mac, though, but it's just the offensive line. If he's not protected, how he's going to make the books? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that, gentlemen. Uh, y'all take care and go Pat. All right, right. Willem. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think I, I'm worried about is, is that is this now – Josh McDaniels was able to make a serviceable offense because he's a brilliant offensive coordinator and knows how to sequence plays and adjust and work in trick plays and all that stuff. My worry is now are we seeing somebody who doesn't quite know how to do that, so now your lack of weapons is getting even more exposed because you're not able to rely on your playbook. And and I would even take it a step further and wonder if Josh, by the end of the year last year, to Fred's um, off-repeated quote about being easy to defend, Maybe Josh had run out of. That's things. why. He, that's why he targeted Devontae Adams seventeen times. In the no, but maybe game. he He's had like, just. Maybe he had just run out of things to do yeah, last yeah. year, and that's yeah. why I, you I'm know a lot of creative ideas to to right. keep this thing going. Right. All right, uh, we're going to take a break, but you know what? I'm. Uh, it's early in the season, so I'm not tired. 
I knew you were going to use it. Uh, something ahead. like that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a bad segue. Yeah, no, but no, Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and proud sponsor with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. You can visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you and pick up some of those Bridgestone tires. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more of your calls and emails right after this. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out. 
to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Jones takes the snap, dropping back, looking to throw the out for Jacoby Myers, right on target. He brings it down near the first down marker on that outcut at the 34-yard line. Not conservative at all. Uh, in the shotgun to start this game, outside motion by Henry down in, and then Jones throws a real accurate ball to Myers on the speed out to the right, right side. That's the way he started a game, nine yards on first down. That's going away from us right to left. And a give to Harris, runs through a big hole left side, across the 45, into the 47-yard line with a first down run for New England. Mack with a step, has time, throws it left, wide open Henry, catches the floater at the 25, shoulder out of bounds for the Patriots on the move on this opening series. Mack moves toward Andrews with a reset at the line. He backs up, leans forward, claps his hands, takes the snap. A throw to the right, he's looking for Parker, a 50-50 ball, batted in the air and then intercepted. Coming back. Along the far sideline, across the 30, he'll make it the 25 and tackle it at the 28-yard line. Javon Holland with the interception for Miami. Didn't give him a chance. The ball's short. The ball's short here. He had him. Put it up there so he could go get it, make it a 50-50 ball to him. Ball short off the helmet. There's the deflection. Miami will break from the huddle. Tyreek Hill splits to the right. Jonathan Jones is there defensively. Jalen Waddle out to the left, and Jalen Mills across from him. Tango by Lowell under center. Edmonds to single back, and there's early movement. With Gasecki, the tight end in motion. Players pointing in both directions. Carl Davis made contact right away. Neutral zone infraction. Oh. Defense number 98. Killer. That five-yard penalty results in a first down. This attempt will be from 43 yards. In the far hash mark. Snap is down. Kick is headed toward the uprights, and that kick is good. So the Dolphins are able to get on the board first. They get the field goal after the turnover. It's 3 0 Miami. Third down and 12 from the 42 of New England. Snap to Jones. Throws it out to the right for Aguilar. Trying to get outside. He does along the far sideline. Well, the first down catch and carry. Well blocked out on the far side. 
with Brandon Jones eventually making a saving play for Miami. Now first and ten and a give on the end around left. Corey Hill works his way across the 50. Tackled by Duggar. That's another good stick by Kyle Duggar. And the play made just across midfield. Two under center. Tosses it right for Chase Edmonds. A beat on the play by Duggar. Takes him down in the backfield. And that's a loss inside the Miami 45. That's it coming at us from afar. The Jones to send Parker in motion to the right. Covered by Howard. Matt takes the shot from step. Pressure from the blind side. The ball is free as he's hit. It's picked up at the Dalton touchdown. And Ingram has it, celebrating in his first game with Miami. Shotgun snap to Max. A blitz coming. He throws long. Looking for Jacoby Myers, who leaps. Got it. And brings it down. Got and it. a great catch by Myers along the near sideline in front of the Patriots bench. Covered by Needham at the Dolphin 40. Four-yard line. Second down and ten from the 45. Shotgun snap to Tango by Lowe. Under Tango. pressure. Hit by Judah. Oh. And Matt has the sack inside the 45. After the Adrian Phillips injury, the Dolphins are the fourth down and eight from the Patriot 42. They keep the offense out there with 24 seconds to go in a 10-0 Miami lead. Moster to the right of Tango by Lowe, who takes the snap. He's looking to throw. Quick one over the middle. It's caught and gone on the run is Jalen Waddle. Touchdown Miami. He made the grab over the middle. He left Duggar and Bentley in his way. The Dolphins snap it, they throw it, they score it. 16-0 Miami. Fourth and two here in zone. Myers in a tight split to the right. And a give to Harris, starts up the middle, jump cut right, through a hole across the nice 30, cut. carrying a defender out to the 35-yard line. A nice cut and a first down run with some power as well. Now the Pats have a third and goal to go from the six. Down 17-0, Myers slots left inside of Aguilar. Parker is split to the right. Montgomery in the backfield to the right of Jones. Mack stomps the right foot, takes the snap, dropping back. He's got Montgomery alone to the right. He loses his balance. He rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. 49-yard field goal try by Sanders from the far hash. Jason Sanders, the veteran Dolphin kicker out of SMU, out of uh, New Mexico. The snap from Blake Ferguson. On its way, held by Morstead. The kick sailing to the uprights, and that kick is hooking, 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 but it stays just inside. It's good for the Dolphins. Now you got Bourne in the game. Hendrick Bourne. When he needed it. Uh, absent throughout the first half and change. Wow. High white socks, red shoes, white gloves. Lined up outside of the left. First and 10 snap to Jones. Drop it back. He's throwing toward Bourne. Down the left side. He's got separation. Good. Makes the catch at the 45. Oh and he is hit out of bounds at the 41 of Miami. Oh, fresh legs. Snap it back to Jones with Montgomery to his left. Two receivers right as Mack drops back. He looks across the middle. Catch by Aglor. He's hit immediately. Ball pop free. And now scramble for the loose ball. Dolphins have it. But was it a catch? No way. The ball in and out of Aguilar's hands on the contact. Nelson is trying to wrestle it away. At the bottom Early of the on the pile. field is a catch. Fumble recovered by the defense. First down. The Dolphins to line up again out of victory formation after a kneel down by Tango Vailoa. He's got River Craycraft behind him just in case. He'll drop to the knee one more time. And the Dolphins have their fourth straight win over the Patriots. It's a season-opening victory for Mike McDaniel in his first game as an NFL head coach. At the expense of Bill Belichick and the Patriots in Belichick's 434th game as an NFL head coach. Sloppy performance by the Patriots, three turnovers, and they lose by two scores, 20-7 here in South Florida. Patriots are still good. All right, that's the Matt Morrell mashup.
Six minutes of uh, making the best of what we could. Making lemonade, lemonade out of lemons. Um, let's see. 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. It's Deuce, Alex, Paul, myself, Matt in the booth. John in Lando Lakes writes in about Mac. He says, Mac was fine. Protect him. Any shortcomings stem from the O-line. If the check down as opposed to a loss maybe, and I don't know what that means, the play didn't have time to develop. I don't know which play he's talking about. Right. But anyway. I don't either. Anyway. He says it's all about the O-line. I would say the offensive line is a bigger issue than the quarterback. But those that are going to continue to ignore the fact that the quarterback isn't playing well are going to be missing the point. Cause and hasn't played well for a while. No. And, and I. this is the one thing that we predicted. And it's only one week. Small sample size. But it's come through. It's been at 100% accurate. No matter how bad they are offensively, the heat's not going to go on Mac. It's going to go on Bill. And the idea to put Patricia in judge, I don't think that was a huge problem on Sunday. I don't think the play calling, I, you know, th- were there calls that I disagreed with? Yep. Just like I always had one or two that I disagreed with with Josh. I didn't like the third and three run up the middle, even though I, I looked at you before that play and I said, two down territory, <laughs> here comes a run. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you did. Um, but I didn't love that call. I didn't. I've already been on record saying I didn't love the decision to challenge Xavier and Howard uh, on the first drive. But I don't think that was an issue. Do you? Do you think play calling, specifically what they did, was was an issue? I didn't. I no. think it's an easy Hot thing. Take. It's an yeah. easy thing to fix on, fixate on because yeah. of the unconventional thing they did. Mac Jones I, didn't play very well. I mean, the one that. play that everyone looked at was that. I think it was. Third and three or fourth and three, and they ran it into the line. I forget yeah. what third and three. Yeah. Yeah. When hosts yeah. aren't listening, I know. <laughs> no, I, but yeah. Yeah. other than that, like even that was even like, that one. I wasn't. You know, oh, I got it. I know. Yeah. I know yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. Like yeah. they said before that play, it's third and three from the fifty yard line. If we don't get it, we're going for it. Right. So, what would you rather have happen? Take a shot and make it fourth and one. That's a failure, right? Or if I have an incomplete pass, now it's fourth, fourth and three. three. Yeah. Now they get stuffed for n- for nothing. Right. Like you can't have a running play in that situation that gets stopped for no gain. Yeah, it wasn't right. third and seven. Like I, that, I don't know that yeah. that one really didn't. People seem fixated on. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't it like the call only because I don't think that the the sole goal right there is moving the chains. I think you got to find a way to get in the end zone and as quickly as possible. That's why I didn't like yeah. the call. But let's just say it was twenty to seventeen at that time. I wouldn't have hated that call. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex in Philly says, unfortunately, Fred, it looks like this offense is still easy to defend. No one gets separation. Every catch is contested. No speed. Nothing explosive. Nothing dynamic. There isn't a single person that makes something happen without scheming it. Now, I know you're going to say it's just one game, but it's not. We've been saying the same thing about the offense since 2019, Brady's last year. Even though I don't like the OC process, I don't believe play calling is the biggest issue. It's the roster. It doesn't matter what plays you call. If you don't have guys, you can make a difference. The Patriots don't have those guys. Next year, the Patriots have cap space and most likely a top five pick. So next year, they should have a new coach and GM. Time to get off this hamster wheel of mediocrity. (laughs) I mean, I agree with a lot of what he said early on, though. I mean, that's... You know, it's it, it looks the same. It looks the same as the offense last year, regardless of all these like scheme changes and play calling changes and all that. I mean, it's just 
you know, everything is kind of a grind right now. And they, they, they still haven't found that speed um, that they were, you know, looking to install this year. Salman in the Bay Area, he says, I'm not overreacting to a loss as it's week one, but I do want to talk about curious play calling on the goal-to-go situation in the second half. On first and goal, it was an underneath pass to Harris. Then second and goal, it was an underneath pass to Harris. On third and goal, an underneath pass to Montgomery, who needed to roll into the end zone for a touchdown. Why three straight underneath passes to running backs in this situation? Why not take a shot with a pass in the end zone? That was confusing to me, even though they scored. So who are you criticizing? Well, the last one to Montgomery could have been like, oh, his guy fell down? No, I'm going to go but, to him. But, like, where is the criticism on that? I'm just curious. Because I would criticize the quarterback for that. Because don't tell me that all three of those plays were supposed to be quick throws to the flat. Yeah. It, that's possible, yeah. Those the guy's open. I mean, you know, it'd be worth a look at the all-22, see if he goes through a progression, if there are other you know, potential routes now, that might have been the first down open. one – Makes sense. You know, you, I forget exactly where they were on the field, but you have a chance, maybe the eight-yard line. Um, I think you have a chance to, to get a, get the ball. I think it was Stevenson that they were throwing to, and it got batted at the line. That's a chance to get the ball in space to a guy who's tough to bring down in that situation. I can set up, you know, second and goal from the three or something like that. Now it gets batted down, you get nothing. But I don't think that they said, no, we're just going to throw three passes in the flat. This is what we want to do. And eventually we'll get one in the end zone. I don't think that was the design of those three plays. I think, you know, getting back to the pass protection, I think that's on Mac's mind right now. And that's why maybe some of the throws are coming out as quickly as they are because he's not allowing anything else to happen. Uh, Cole in Eugene, Oregon, says Mac was bad against the Dolphins. I was frustrated by his inability to hit open receivers, how long it takes his passes to reach receivers when they are open, and some of the decisions he made. Here were a couple bad plays that stood out to me. The failed seam pass to Hunter Henry was horrific. It was a bad throw to a well-covered receiver. The interception to Parker was underthrown. He's supposed to throw it where only his receiver can make the catch in the back corner of the end zone. He missed the receiver streaking down the sideline before the 40-yard pass to Bourne. There are plenty more. Bad start to the year two jump I was hoping for. I felt the Patriots' offense was limited by Mac's ability. I think he'll be better this week, and we'll get the W against the Pittsburgh Stinkers. Good. Well, he's going to have to. He's going to have to earn it. I mean, I think if they if they could, you know, move the ball and, and string some stuff together and protect Mac and give us some time, albeit without T.J. Watt, and you'll hear that as a response, I'm sure. But it's still at this point, like I'd take it against Foxborough High School. Oh yeah, like, and it's you know, still just and, to go out, protect, just to be execute. clear, this is still a good defense. Like I think Watt is you know, the special player, but it's not like Pittsburgh is left without any any personnel on defense. Uh, phones are stacked up, 855-PATS-500. Let's go to Sean in Vancouver. What's up, Sean? Hey, everyone. Well, yeah, I, I don't think Mac Jones had a good game. And, and you know, honestly, I, I'm not surprised that the Patriots lost in Miami. That's what happens. But I want to look at what I'm expecting or what I'm hoping for against Pittsburgh. There's a few things we've talked about or we've talked about that the Patriots tried and just didn't do enough of, like Harris getting more carries, born uh, having more downfield targets, well, more than one. John o. Smith um, getting the ball in space. And, and also, maybe you haven't mentioned this, but Montgomery placed the outside, not running up the middle. I'd like to see them try that against Pittsburgh uh, on Sunday. All right. Yeah. 
Thanks, Sean. I, don't think they, I mean, they tried to run outside a lot in this game, I thought, with very mixed results. I thought the Stevenson stuff that you were talking about earlier, I think some yeah, of those were got tosses. The edge on some, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think they had, yeah, they had a hard time, I thought, consistently uh, getting those plays. Uh, you know, I don't – I don't know that, that they need to run outside more with Montgomery or anybody else. Um, the other stuff, I'd like to see a little bit more um, diversity to the passing game in terms of depth like you talk about, Mike, that intermediate depth. Yeah, as I think right now it seems like you just stack the line. And, and you know, like don't let them run. Don't let them get the little dump offs. It's fine. And just, you know, when they take the shots, be ready for them. But there's just – it's just – so what's weird about watching the other games is too is that you know you just you realize you've gotten used to watching this Patriots offense and then it's kind of striking at times when you see teams throwing like a 15 yard dig downfield and the guy catches it and runs and like we don't see a lot of that and you know what it is in my opinion like people think like well you got to throw it deep but that takes too long no like they throw it short and they throw it deep because those are the quickest passes to get rid of. And you look at all the deep balls on, on Sunday, and they, they threw a handful of them. You know, the Parker one that got picked, the one to Aguilar, the one to Bourne. Those are like catch, throw it up. You know, the one that Myers caught, the contested one that Myers caught. There's no, like, that, that ball's coming out before three seconds. I'll guarantee you that. Yeah. But the intermediate stuff, that takes time to develop. You're crossing the field. You're, you know, maybe you're, you know, looking to get one guy underneath, one guy down the seam. Those are kind of like the route concepts that take some time. And we talk about that all the time during seven-on-sevens. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure that one would have worked the same way yeah. with a rush. I think that's part of it is I think Mac has – I think at least right now, Mac is more concerned with the pass rush than anything else. Uh, let's go to Samir in Maine. What's up, Samir? Samir, are you calling Hardy? Yes, oh. he is. Good job, Hardy. Yeah, that's funny. I was listening, and he, every time that I know Fred's chuckling. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you were. That's the best part. Yeah, what you should have done was sent a selfie. But you're, you're so philosophically opposed to the selfie, you wouldn't do it. He, he should charge me rent. <laughs> so I'm in free. his head. Rent free. Yeah. That's all he's thinking about now. Uh, CD is in Winter Park, Florida. What's up, CD? Oh man. Uh, hey guys, big fans of all of you. Thank Thanks you for taking my call. Thank you. Um, so my question is, um, with I thought the first drive of the game uh, looked really good. I thought Mac looked comfortable. We moved the ball well. Unfortunately, you know, it ended with that tip ball and the interception in the end zone. Um, and then coming out of the uh, halftime third quarter, again another great drive, moving the ball down well. Um, but it seems like when they have the time to pre-plan those drives at the beginning of the first quarter, beginning of the third quarter, you know, they looked good. And I thought, especially the first drive, Mac kind of looked comfortable, looked better than last year. I was, I was really happy how we started out of the gate. Um, I'm going to take this as a sample size and I'm just going to look at it throughout the year. But I think, um, and I'd love your guys' thought, um, Matt Patricia doing too much. I don't think the O-line's up to par. I think we need to get that settled in. Um, and the play calling, I agree with Paul. I think he said, you know, I don't I don't think the play calls were necessarily that bad, but maybe that's taking away from some of his O-line duties. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he was asked yeah. about that today. I mean, I think that's a, you know, it's a, it's a good question. I mean, Thanks, CD. 
I, I mean, it's it's easy to pile on Matt Patricia for you know what he has or hasn't done well in the past, and you know, but I, I still just think if if you take his side for a minute, it, there is a lot on him, and and especially when we're talking so much about the offensive line and the issues there, I mean, he's got his hands heavily in both of the biggest kind of issues facing the offense you know, right I, now. A so lot it's, of times, it's a lot I've him. seen the OC be the quarterbacks coach, you know, or the head coach be the OC. How often have OC's also been another position coach other than quarterback? I, that's a great question. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would ask specifically know. offensive line because okay. I've never seen that. Yeah, and then I all of a sudden, Florida State. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I sent I sent you the clip. <laughs> I was like, Without it one. can't be done. <laughs> uh, I've never heard of an offensive line coach being the offensive coordinator. Yeah, until now. Uh, Mike writes in from Brooklyn. I watched the game yesterday. I could only listen and get the replay where I am. And I thought it looked much better than the announcers and you guys made it sound. I thought the offense looked good for most of the first half. I agree with Paul 100%. The Parker play was a hole but shouldn't have been thrown there anyway. Uh, in my mind, if they put Howard on Parker, the Patriots should be looking at their other two ride receivers who are better than Parker and drawing worse cornerbacks. I thought they ran the ball well. More often they were than they were bottled up, and I thought the defense looked really good except in the tackling on one play. I think the offseason investment in speed really paid off. Miami kept trying lateral motions and outside quick throws to test the speed of the Patriots' defense to the perimeter, and Duggar, Bentley, and Wilson all seemed to respond well. Just three or four plays made the difference, and I think Mack got noticeably less accurate and lost even more power than he already lacks on his throws somewhere late in the third, which I figured is when he hurt his back. If he had to be discouraged by one thing, it's that this team isn't talented enough to make three or four crucial mistakes and still win. But I think they can play clean and get a few bounces. Miami recovered, I think, three of their own fumbles. They should be in it again against all but the best teams. Where am I wrong? But that's... I mean, okay, but I, I just don't know like how you can have so much optimism with what they did offensively. He's not alone either. There's a lot of people that think that they, you know, I, I thought that they had a really good first drive. Like I, I don't know where the excitement is on the offense. Yeah, Justin from. Yeah, I mean, do you? I mean, no. We, 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 we could talk about it. We, we don't have to just. just no, like, I, drop I think it. we don't. We I'm already just did. Looking at, I'm looking at the drive chart that like. And, again, I'm not picking at Bill, but I'm using Bill's words because I think a lot of people have taken what Bill said and they're saying, yeah, yeah, they moved the ball. They got inside the Miami 40-yard line twice in the entire game. Twice. Like, that's the goal is to get around midfield? Like, they had more than two first downs on a possession twice in the entire game. They had two drives. Right. Two drives. Four, they got four first downs on the first possession. They got seven first downs on the first possession of the second half. Otherwise, it was two, zero. I won't count the kneel down at the end of the half. One, zero, and two. Miami, which the defense played great, evidently, had three first downs, three first downs, four first downs, right out of the shoot. First, first three times that they had the ball. Then they got stopped for a three and out. The first drive of the second half when probably got away with a penalty on the third down play, but big three and out. 17 nothing. You got to get a three and out. They got it. But then again, the next time they get the ball, three first downs, field goal. After you score a touchdown, now I need the ball back again. Three first downs, field goal. 
And then the end of the game, they had four first downs to, to melt the clock. Now, I, ag- I, I agree with Fred on the last drive. I think the Aguilar fumble, I think that was <laughs> it. You know, the Patriots yeah. said, yeah, yeah, we don't have enough time. So I'm not going to kill him for the last drive. Yeah, that is, that is one thing I think. And, I mean, I think I definitely feel a little bit like Fred. I feel some positivity about just some of the defensive pieces. But the concerning part to me, situationally, and I think that's been a concern the last couple seasons. And, you know, the end of the half, touchdown, saw that a couple years over the last couple years the inability to get that last stop to give them a chance to get back in like you want to say like you want to tell me the strip sack yeah you know okay they they missed a they missed a guy they missed a blitzer they didn't pick him up it's a bad play they missed it that's not something that's going to happen every game like there was nothing like there was a fourth and seven and they said we're going to go for this because if we don't get it, we don't think you're going to move the ball enough to get a field goal at the end of the half. And that was just – we didn't do anything special. We just lined up and ran a slant. And, you know, at the very least, you were going to get the – I mean, it was going to be a 15-yard gain minimum. He, he caught it, you know, 12, 15 yards oh, downfield. Down, right. Oh, it was well beyond the first down. It wasn't like a five-yard pass. It was well past the first down. So they're going to get a field goal on that drive anyway. But everybody's talking about that play like, well, you know, it's just, you know, fluke. You know, it's kind of like it's it's like the David Tyree catch. And I was like, what? there was nothing fluky about it. And here's another thing that bugs me. Do you remember in the Raiders preseason game when Stidham was in the game early and they threw like a seam route wide open to the tight end? Yeah, yeah, Kyle yeah. Dutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everybody yeah. on Twitter was telling me, yeah, well, there you go. See, this right? is, it's yeah. preseason. Right. We're not we're not game planning. We're not going to have Kyle Duggar in that situation where he's out of position and missing a tackle it's until kinda, it's first the game thing. comes and Adrian Phillips gets hurt and Kyle Duggar is the guy doing that and Devin McCourty's covering the back in the flat. So you are like th- these things are going to come up at, at, from time to time, and I think Kyle Duggar had a really solid game that was marred by one really bad play as a result. He's tough. I mean, this is year three for him. You know, if people really want you him. Don't, you don't like him as much as well, I do. I just I want him to be better, and I think like everyone's like he's going to be a star. I'm like, well, we're in year three. Like, yeah. this is the time for him to be a star and Guys to stop making these kind of stars. Plays. And I, I agree with like, Mike on that. Like, if you're a star, you're probably going to be a star by by now. I mean, what about him makes you think that he's going to be be here past lot next year? Like, I mean, they got plenty of safeties. They roll right through. Do you think Josh Bledsoe is really that much of a drop off to, to what Duggar really Ooh. was? I, I don't know. See, he does not like Duggar as much yeah. as I do. Yeah. That might be a first on this show that I like a Patriots player <laughs> more than you do. Yeah, he's not perfect, so you don't like him. Because I like a lot of Patriots players, but okay. Deuce like hearts a lot of yeah. Patriots. Well, players. I just think that you got you have seven strong safeties on the the team. Like, yeah. what, what's special about and probably him? your best one is Duggar. Probably, is I would go with Adrian Phillips. I might go Adrian Phillips. Phillips, but, yeah. but either way, it's a debate. And you know that's. I think Adrian Phillips is much more effective as a two-way safety. What did Peppers I think he do can cover? Not not a lot. Not he much. Play much. He came in more when when Phillips went yeah. down. Yeah. He him was and, in, it seemed uh, like he was a little bit Mac late Wilson. third downs. Nah, not so much. Just yeah, Mac Wilson bit, had a rough tackle on day two. And your guy Uche, he didn't yeah. do much. No, see that that. But that's another yeah. one to Mike's point about like, yeah, he's superstar in the mid. Yeah, it, 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 by year three, if you're going to be a star. You've definitely like shown that. Yeah, you've you've shown flashes of stardom, yeah. and I don't think I've seen that from Uche, and I didn't see much from him the other day. Uh, Johnny in Wisconsin. Did, Did I miss that? No, no. And because I mean, you guys, you know, I, I mean, I, Alex, I'm not sure if you know, but 
Mike and Evan watch the tape. <laughs> I, I just have to I go haven't off watched the tape yet. I haven't watched the tape yet, but I mean, you know, just serious question though. Like, I mean, let's take Mac out of the conversation because I don't want to like make this a referen- referendum on him. But you know, like, how many guys right now on offense do you feel like are locks to be on this team past next year? You know, like that's an excellent question. Worry Locks about that be, then. Like Cole Strange? I mean, I think I think Cole Strange. All right, let's be there. let's take the lineman out of it, but like <laughs> skill, <laughs> take everybody out of it. skill position guys. Skill, like Stevenson's a lock, Max a lock. Like but wide, wide receivers? I yeah, I don't know that you can call anybody a lock. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to I'd it's like Ty to Taekwon Thornton, but he's on IR. Yeah, but I mean, you know, even to change the question a little bit, like who do you think would deserves a second contract right now. Like, I, I think Jacoby, Jacoby Myers, I would give him a second contract right now. Do you think he'll get it? I, I have no idea. I, I have don't. no idea. And I, I and I think it's very possible paid. that he doesn't. Well, speaking of why, a thought just came to me. If Thornton hadn't gotten hurt, would Bourne have been inactive? <laughs> or cut. Uh, like, I'll give you right now. And listen, I'm going to be really anxious. I was... I was trying really hard to save this take till after Sunday because I, I do in the it's back in development. Of my, are you sure you're going to rush it out? So you're rushing hard. it out. He's so rolling hard. it out you early. Know me. I have such show. a big <laughs> mouth and I can't help myself. I, I, I do have the you know the fear for put, putting this out there that all of a sudden he's getting like you know eleven targets on Sunday. You know they just like all right we we proved the yeah, point. Yeah. We yeah, we yeah, need you this did guy your penance and he's back. If not, if he's like a a bit part of the game plan again, I think he's a real candidate to get moved before the trade deadline. I mean, like I, I think I you think could so. get. I think you yeah. could get some interest in him yep. from someone who, lo- you know, Keenan Allen pulled a hamstring week one. He's going to be like someone that thinks they're pretty yeah. good. Yeah, will probably need a receiver. They Godwin need a, they need a uh, pulled a hamstring. Yeah, I mean, even I mean, I don't want to say Miami, but you know, like P- San Francisco roots. They know they're familiar with Kendrick Bourne right. a little bit. Somebody gets hurt. He's had some experience with that. Now again, it's one game. And that ch- all of a sudden, we've seen it a million times, Fred. You and you and me look like, well, that guy didn't do anything last week, and all of a sudden, he's getting like passes thrown to him like eight times in the first two series, where they say like, "I'm going to force feed him," you know? Right. Get maybe, him involved right away. Maybe that's still coming. Uh, Johnny in Wisconsin. This Johnny. game. This game to me was decided on the first drive. Parker goes into the end zone as planned. That what wasn't planned is the pass interference that wasn't called, leading to the pick. Hard to come back from that mentally. The letdown was real. I, really? really? Like, I think it was a penalty. I mean, if it's if, hard to come if, back from right. a penalty if, not getting called if it isn't, with 55 minutes left yeah, in the game. No, if it truly is that. hard to come back from that, then your team then you is stink. Yeah. Then Especially with how good that drive was. Like, you should be able to just live with that. That's bad luck. Yeah, hey, we moved the ball. Right. Yeah. You know, in retrospect, you know what I think they thought? <laughs> We ain't going to put too many more of those together, so we needed that one. Having said that, to me, this game could have easily been 14-14 at the end of regulation if Waddle doesn't get the disgusting fourth down touchdown. I have. Why fa- are we just eliminating that play? Like, tell me what was out of the ordinary on that play, and I'll eliminate it. Uh, I have faith this team can beat Pittsburgh not only defensively but offensively, also without Watt. Uh, always works out for the Patriots, right, Paul? <laughs> well. I just don't understand, like, why we're eliminating the Waddle play. No, it's a terrible play. Like, if you eliminate... It's disgusting. Like, like <laughs> no, I, I, I will tell you, like, the play that Tyreek Hill makes with Jack Jones, that's not something that Miami can rely on. Like, he takes the ball away from Jack Jones and makes a big play out of it. That drive ended up in a field goal. If you want to make the argument, if you take away that fluky catch, then that's three points that... That I can understand. 
Tell me what happened on the Jalen Waddle play that Miami's supposed to apologize for that touchdown. It was fluky. What, but, like, what was fluky? That's what I'm asking. Uh, the breakdown at the end of the half. But what was fluky about it? They don't usually do that. Okay, but Mike has just told you he's given you a couple of examples of other times that it has happened. Yeah. Right? When? Duggar missing tackles? Yeah. In space? Yeah. Bad angle. I'm looking at this screen right now. This Justin, Tommy Curran reporting, Pat- Patricia's upset with Kendrick Bourne after a missed preseason meeting. But that's it? That took a while to get out there. No, but... No. <laughs> okay. We're, no, just, but we're just hearing about that, that one now. Be it. <laughs> so the, the gloves are off, I guess. <laughs> but, but like, Breaking news. You know, so fine them, you know, yeah. you know, or whatever. And, okay, and can we talk about something then, if that's out there, or should it, we just keep that on a lid? Well, I, I don't know. It's the first I've heard of this. Okay, yeah. so it's not out there yet then? No, I, I, okay. I've never heard that before. So why? I'm told that he was late to a meeting the day of the Carolina game. And okay. that's why he didn't play in that Carolina game. Okay. I can't believe that that's it and that's – Right. 0.0% yeah. chance that that's it. Right. Yeah. That's what I – yeah. I So I, that's the thing. I That's where I agree with Mike Reese. You don't know everything, you know. I mean, I'm, that probably happened. But that's it? Oh, no, that happened. Yeah. I have a source that told okay. me. Okay. I'm, I'm very comfortable in my so, source. So fine. So right. you, you I, sit him for Carolina, and now, okay, yeah. we're done. Because at it what point. It seemed like it started before that. Right. It, 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 it feels too much. And that's, you know, you talked about Fred, you know, losing the tee. But it's just, you know, I feel like players feel like a player is being unfairly punished that, you know, you're not establishing what the expectations are and then what the consequences are going to be. And. All right, so how how long? Well, if see, I mess up, am I going to be a lot of these for? guys? And I always go back to uh, uh, what's his name, the the speed burner we used to have a long time ago. Phil Dorsett, Tim Dwight. Oh. No, uh, <laughs> he, he was Bethel. Bethel, ju- um, Justin. Yeah. Bethel Johnson. Bethel Johnson. Bethel and Johnson. There's some guys that they're fine until you discipline them, and then their pride kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it starts a snowball. Yeah, they can never yeah. say like, okay, my bad. Some and guys can't say that they, they right. That they were wrong. And and he could be one of those guys that it just it's now it's getting worse. That, it's getting that, worse. I mean, that could be. You know, that could, that, right? That, he's that got some chat, 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 little little. Well, snap it's back, just like yeah, yeah. They, they, their pride, you know, like how dare you mm-hmm. make me feel? You know, well, call like, me out in front of these well, guys. We talked about this live during the practices, right? And we said like, it's another day. We haven't seen a lot of catches for Kendrick Bourne, right? Yep. And we started to backtrack. Remember when we did it that day when uh, you know Evan was on, I think, with us, Alex. I know you were there, and we were talking about go all the way back to the off season when he's riding around in a car at some charity event with Mike Reese, and he's telling them all about the changes to the offense. To that point, there was speculation that they were streamlining, quote-unquote. That was the word that was always used. They're streamlining the offense and uh, trying to simplify some things. And we all, I know, Fred, you and I were lockstep and saying, it's the same system. They're just going to change some things around and blah, 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 blah. Then Kendrick Bourne said right. they're changing things in no uncertain terms. That was the first yeah, that was anybody the first was time. on record saying any Patriot. Right. Alex, and, you and saw Alex, it. Alex I was, was there. I was five feet away. <laughs> you didn't realize history in the making, right? That and, was the first time then, anybody with the Patriots was on record Shut saying, up, yes, we're going to acknowledge <laughs> it. Yes, we're changing and, things. And I don't think they liked it. Right. He probably got talked to about that, and that might have been another thing. 
For sure. You well, know, I think that it, was the first thing. That might have been another thing. And it's like, well, you know, and then I'm late for a meeting because I'm pissed. You know, he yeah. might be one of those guys that, like, he's great until you you tell him you're wrong. And, and, and I'm told yeah. that he was late for that meeting. That's the day after he got in a fight at – well, two days after he got in a fight at practice. Um you know, shortly after he was taken out yeah. of the offense by the official because of some kind of equipment thing, didn't have the knee pads properly yeah, or whatever that's a it good was. One too. So, like, you go and like you you start to stack these things up, and that's now all right. of a sudden he shows up late. He didn't miss the meeting, from what I'm told. He was late for a meeting, and I believe it was the Thursday, whatever the that game Friday. Friday so it was yeah. a Friday game. Yeah, it was the day of the game. I think he or, showed well, up sorry, late Carolina to the Thursday. game. Okay, Carolina yeah. was the first game? Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was Thursday. Yeah, was so those things stack up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can't we can't rely on you. So Right, but now now if that's if that's right, um if if that's like the you know, the the reason and whatever, I would say, well, how to Mike's point, how long is enough? Or does he continue to be belligerent about well, it? That's right. Right. And, and again, I'm gonna fall back on if he has I don't think his teammates are clamoring for his return. Yeah. Like, if I know that Mike is going to Fred's, you know, continue to say, like, no, I, 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 don't, I can't believe you're making me do this. I don't want to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Make someone else do it. I'm not saying, Fred, why is Mike not traveling to the game this week? Because I know what Mike, Mike's doing to you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Maybe some of the players are like, I don't know why he's not playing. Maybe that's sort of like a – Ask the coaches thing, you know, like I'm not going to get into it. That is one of those yeah. things. I yeah. just, Mike, did you see any of this stuff? Because I, I, I think it was, um, I think it was like Curran, Reese, Perry, that kind of triumvirate <laughs> had sort of, you know, talking to some players. There's some confusion as to why yeah, yeah. he's not playing, and uh, you know, they think he should be a bigger part of the game plans and whatnot. And again, the way that Curran's posing this, Patricia is upset with him. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. So when you're already sort of wondering, why, why is my defensive coordinator running the offense and then Patricia's the one that's sort of de-emphasizing Kendrick Bourne? I can understand yeah. players saying, what are we doing? Maybe he wasn't sitting up the straight. Mike, the Mike so palms in the air. What are we doing? Oh. He wasn't sitting up straight maybe in the meetings too. That's, that's a, a bugaboo too for Matty P. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go to back to the phone. Zach's in Fall River. Hey, Zach. How's it going, guys? Good. Um, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't see. I, I don't think we're talking about this enough. I, you know, I remember Robert Kraft had made a statement saying how uh, during the off season that he acknowledges that the Patriots haven't drafted well in recent years, which was the reason why they had to spend so much money, and he also acknowledged in the offseason that uh, it was very upsetting to him that the Patriots hadn't won a playoff game in a few years. And I would argue that the talent we have now on offense is better than some of the talent that Brady had to work with, but he, he was still winning Super Bowls. That last year when we won a Super Bowl with the Rams, who did we have outside of a broken-down Edelman and, and a broken-down Gronk? And we were still a top 10 offense that year. I mean, I just can't, I don't understand why we can't get it done with Hunter Henry, John Smith, and all these other guys we have. I, 
Yeah. I See, mean, I kind of agree with you. I yeah. think they've got They're pieces. underachieving. Yeah, they are they underachieving. Have. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Like, do you think that they had a top 10 offense in 2019? No. Okay. Because they had a top t- top 10 offense last year, too. In terms like, of points. Right, if you, yeah, if yeah. you want to tell me about the stat, like, just like their defense was, like, second in the league. Yeah. But, but the, we know they weren't. But the thing about that is we know because we – no, but I'm we're saying like, the, the 2019 last offense year's, wasn't good. No, but last year's stats were skewed by a f- couple of games where they blistered some really bad teams, you know? Yeah, 50-burger. Y- you have to look at that. That's why, you know, football statistics can be very deceiving, mainly because there's only, you know, now 17 games, you know? There's only se- – like if in a right. baseball season two, – Two out of 17 makes a big difference, and you get the Jets twice. That, that makes a big difference. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It skews you. And they blistered Jacksonville, and they blistered the Jets, and so their, you know, their, their stats rose on offense. But we know looking at it, especially down, down the stretch, that they weren't that good. They weren't that good. I, I think you know, last year I, I stacked it up to – it's Max's first year. They're dumbing it down. They're not, you know, blah, blah. you know, John O'Smith. I think, I think that these guys that they have on offense are underachieving for whatever reason. I don't know why, whether it's the coaching or Mac or whatever. I think that they're okay. They're, they're a, I think if you had Tom Brady with this offense, oh, I mean, yeah, uh, that's, but. With these guys. I got to be very defensive of Mac here. That's not fair. It's not fair, but I'm just saying that Tom Brady wouldn't be complaining about the people around him. Well, he probably would be, but that was Tom Brady. No, no. But he would also be excelling with the people around him. But I think he'd be very happy with this crew. I really do. I think they're pretty good. I I don't know how good they are, but he would certainly be getting a hell of a lot more out of them than Mac Jones is. That's not fair to Mac Jones. No, it isn't. It isn't. But I'm just saying, for whatever reason, these guys are underachieving. I think they've got pieces on offense to be good. I'm not saying 07 good or, you know, name the season or name the other team. You know, Kansas City good or Bills good, but to be good. Yeah, like, like, I mean, I think Paul said they had two drives. Five drives a game, you know, you're scoring drives. You're, you're going down four times, five times a game, moving the ball down the field, sustained. But I, I'm living in this world though right now of like, well, last year they had a, a really good offensive coordinator with a, with a, an established offense that clearly had a plan, and you know we felt like he got a lot out of Mac as a rookie, but it still felt like the weapons weren't quite what you were hoping for. And now, you know, the point I made earlier, now we don't really even have that offensive structure. So, you know, now Mac doesn't even look like he's overachieving he looks like he's kind of stuck in neutral right Right. now with where he's going so you know can it get better can they figure out what they're good at and start to play into those things and and execute them well i i really i really don't know right now what's going to transpire over the you know the coming weeks and and i'm what i could that's the thing that i keep coming back to is i like i think we sometimes get a little heat because it sounds overly negative I can't tell you what's going to happen either, Mike. I agree with you. I, 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 I'm not telling you that there's, there's not a potential to improve. I'm pretty sure they will improve. But I'm only telling you what has happened. And what has happened hasn't been productive. Like, I don't need – like, I saw a game on Sunday that other people somehow saw, like, diametrically differently than I did. Like, I don't think that they were close. I don't think that they – I think if Miami had – a couple of plays differently, it would have been closer to 40 to nothing. You know, like maybe not getting a penalty on fourth and three, which was, you know, or whatever, the fourth down play, that was very yeah. 
iffy. Ticky tacky. Uh, Brandon Jones picking that pass off and running it back. And now you get two defensive touchdowns. You know, like there was a lot of different things that teams could go back and look and say, if this, if that. We used to make fun of those teams because the Patriots always made those one or two plays that decided games. Now Miami made them on, on Sunday, and the result really wasn't a close game. It was a game that the Patriots never even had the ball, like, down a down score. A score. Yeah. Yeah. And they almost, like, it was almost to that point. You could almost get, if you had gotten a score on that last drive, and it, you know, just to at least make Miami have a little bit of pressure on them and have to pick up a first down. That, you know, that would have been a but little bit But even then, there was five minutes left. There was, you know, like, the, the Kendrick Bourne play happened with five minutes left, and you're down 13 points. Like, you need a miracle. <laughs> that's a miracle win if you win that game. <laughs> All right, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back tomorrow because we're in our in-season schedule, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at nice. noon. I won't be on the show, though, tomorrow. So you guys are going to have to uh, pick it up. Pick it up. All right, they'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.